The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 280. We record on October the 26th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and I'm Jesus Walks Out. Today, I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the Best Coast, Gunny Chief. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hello again. It's been a whole week. How are you, bud? <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Gunny. I'm doing my sponsor, and from Ohio, the Mayo. Welcome, Mayo. Welcome. Hey, guys. Mm. Going well? Yeah. Okay, people. You can follow us on underscore horrible gamers. Like our Facebook page over on Facebook as well. If you like that page, you can find our group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. That is a close group, so that means anything you post in the group is not visible to people that are not part of the group. And you can go and support the show with the monies over our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers like our friends. Adam Sunday, Alan Maybe H, Bill Garner the second, and well, I'm pulling up this list. This list is really weird this week. It's not. It's not being real handy, is it? Okay, Adam Sunday, Alan Maybe H, Bill Garner the second, Brian or Brandon Willier, Brian Capessa, the Commandalorian, David Snyder, Evan Tanaka. Henley M, Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, Jonathan R. Salo, M. Polo, Mechmod, Porkchapu, Robbie Wheat, The Mayo, Subbader, and our friend Vader Hollick. Thank all of you for being Patreons. Thank you all. And we found out who I won't get hurt like this ever again was. Mm. Guess who it who was? Commandalorian. Mm. Ah, okay. That's a cool gamer tag too. Yeah, <laughs> I think he did it to fuck around. <laughs> I actually noticed it. I noticed it last week because I can see the people's emails that they signed up with, or their. Uh, I can see their uh, Discord names, and I was like, "That's the Commandalorian." <laughs> so, uh, thank you for being Patreon members, people, and thank you, thank you for making us laugh, Commandalorian. No, it's pretty legit. And we Anyways. won't let anybody hurt them. Yeah, ever again. We won't let anybody hurt you. <laughs> again. <laughs> Anyways, Stitcher Premium is where you can go and listen to Stitcher Podcast with a premium app. You can sign up for Stitcher Premium for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. You get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and so much more like an ad-free experience. To sign up, head on over to stitcher.com forward slash premium. And use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS for a free month on your subscription. That is promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS for a free month on your subscription. Let's talk about Redbubble. Redbubble is a place where artists can go and get their their work sold on items such as a water bottle, a t-shirt, a sticker, a sweatshirt. 
<laughs> all kinds of stuff, Gunny. Well, we have our work on there. Well, Jonathan Hall's work. But it's ours, Legally Horrible Gamers Podcast logo. It's up on Redbubble. You can go and support the show by buying yourself a nice t-shirt with our logo on it, a water bottle, a logo, and whatever. Just go buy stuff. Go buy a wall clock. You want a wall clock? I know you want a wall clock because you don't have enough clocks in your house. Put a wall clock up with I our logo on I almost got the clock. There. But I went with a coffee mug because mm. I'm a big coffee drinker and some stickers. There you go. Maybe you'll get the wall clock next time, Gunny. Next, next paycheck. Next paycheck, Gunny's going to get the wall clock. <laughs> you will see it behind me. <laughs> but that's right. Head on over to Redbubble. All you have to do is search for Horrible Gamers Podcast. And were you able to find... So you were able to find all the other stuff, Gunny. Yeah. It was... A, I it, you, Like you said, you just have to actually open your eyes. Mm. Uh, you know, old blind man like me was just, I kept scrolling down and I'm like, okay, see their other items. Mm. So I was like, okay, I was able to actually click on that and navigate around and see all the different things that you can buy. Awesome. Yeah, there's lots of stuff in there, isn't there? Yeah, there was quite a bit. That's so. right. Go get yourself some shower curtains, people. Go and get the shower curtains. Shower with us. Mm, well, that's kind of weird, but yeah, you know what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> our intro song is done by Fellow and Traces. It is called Breakout, and our outro song is done by Broke for Free. It's called Night Owl. Shout out to them for letting us use their music. Let's get started on the show, and let's talk about video games here. I play some games. You play some games. Let's talk about the games. This week, I played a game, Gunny. Ooh, would you, you play played, anything new? Anything interesting? Did you play this game? Good. Mayo's played this game. We've all played this game. Mm-hmm. What would this game be? It's a call of something. A Juarez? call. <laughs> what? <laughs> call of Juarez? <laughs> of course. I saw that on sale today on the Xbox. So We're talking about uh, Call of Duty Modern hey. Warfare. I played Yay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, it came out on Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. The servers were shit, though, and everything was busted and wasn't working for like an hour. But it was nice watching the major streamers be able to play for an hour. It was nice watching them. We all know how that works to get that <laughs> exclusive server. Yeah, stuff. It was nice watching them get to play for an hour. I heard some grumblings about that, actually. A couple of people I talked to were kind of grumbling about it were because they? they're like, it's kind of ironic that nobody can get on, but all the streamers yeah, and all your all pro players. All the streamers and all are, the professionals were on, yeah. Didn't this and happen they were with playing the last all day. I swear it was the last yeah. Call of Duty that came out. Some bullshit. Right? It was IGN and everybody's playing with... Zero lag, and, yeah, and then we real nice. the actual consumers, the people that pay the money to well, play watching this them, game. Watching them play was real nice, Activision. Anyways, it, it didn't take long, right? So me and Mayo were on launch night. We were both trying to get on, and uh, I, I was on a little after 6. Mayo was on at 6. And he was like, dude, server status is down. And I'm like, yeah, the servers are going to be down for a while, probably. <laughs> Can you imagine how many people bought this game or are trying to log in at that exact minute in that hour? It's probably millions of people. But, uh, so yeah, we got on. We were waiting for a while. I got in like an hour afterwards. Maybe it was like around 7.15, 7.20-ish. I got on. And then the, I actually got on before Mail, which was weird because Mail was on before me. And I restarted my shit like four times. <laughs> but uh, anyways, well, as soon as I got on, though, Mail was on like a minute after me. Yeah, so. see, because I tried to get on, and I thought I was in for a second, and then it was done, and I couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. And then after that, 
you were trying. We were both trying for a while, and then you got in. So then I tried, and I tried about twenty times. And after you know playing the hit retry button game, and then finally, I like I log in and it tells me there's an update. So yeah. I'm like, what? Did that to so me too. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, after this update, I'm gonna get in, and and <laughs> no. no more. No, I get the update, download it, install it, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And I'm back to the screen. It's like connect, connect to servers. Hit retry. I'm like, no. <laughs> nice so it took like another thirty minutes after that. Jesus is over playing. And he's. I think he was streaming at that point in time. And I'm still trying yeah. to get in. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Yeah. We. Were, I was playing the game. So I gotta say, man, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a fucking blast. Getting right into it. I. I have played the campaign. And I must say, with the campaign, if you haven't played it, I suggest you go and just check it out. I mean. The campaign is probably the best campaign Call of Duty has ever done. And I don't know what they've done different here. Everything feels, I want to say, more real. It doesn't feel so Michael Bay-ish. You know, like all the other Call of Duty is all running gun and fucking explosions. And you're jumping out of fucking helicopters and grabbing onto ropes and all kinds of cool shit like that. You know what I mean? And this one, it seems more grounded in reality. I mean, of course, like all the shit you're doing... Like, probably no one in the military has ever done. <laughs> you know what I mean? But a lot of this shit seems more grounded in reality than ever before. Like, everything seems more slower, more tactical. There was a, there's been a couple... There's a few missions in the game where you're uh, either, like, you're raiding a house or you're raiding a compound. And you're doing it at night. So, it's pretty cool because you're pulling... You know, you're flying in with the helicopters at night or whatever. And you're sliding down the ropes and... There we go. Bravo 6 going dark. And you turn on your little fucking night vision goggles and everything's green and shit. And you're going up to the door on a house in like the middle of a neighborhood. And you're about to raid this house. Like like they tell you, okay, go up to the window and we're going to break this door open. And, and you're climbing up the ladder like really slow. And you hear people talking in the other room. And you can open the doors in the camp. Not in the multiplayer, but in the campaign. You can choose to open the door like by bashing it open. Like you just kick it open or whatever. Or you can, like, open the door slowly. <laughs> and, like, I gotta tell you, I was playing in realism mode. Like, when I do these missions and these, like, raids in the game, when you do those, like, raids at night or whatever, I, I like to play that in the realism mode because in realism, it takes off your HUD. It takes off everything. You have nothing. Like, like there's no marker. There's no indicator telling you where to go. There's no nothing. Like, everything's just gone, right? So I, I like to play it that way because it's way more immersive. And it's more tense because, you know, you don't know what's in the next room or, you know, you're, you're trying to clear this house, but you don't know what's in the next room or in the next hallway. And um, so, like, sometimes you'll hear people talking and you'll hear ladies talking or you'll hear little kids talking or kids crying. And you're, you're opening the door slowly to a room and you kind of see movement and you're like, fuck, was that like a person running across the room or... You know, what, what the fuck do I do here? <laughs> so, it was like, I died a lot. <laughs> I gotta say, there was a lot of mistakes made in those missions where I shot civilians or I, I shot somebody. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I shot them, motherfucker. They were moving. They shouldn't have moved. Should have put their fucking hands up, Gunny. They shouldn't have been there. Damn it. Wrong place, wrong time. Is it like a failed mission right away and you gotta redo it? Or Sometimes it isn't. To... Sometimes it isn't. Because there was one... Where I was, I was clearing a house, and, and the guy told me, okay, clear the room to the right. And and the, the thing is, one of my guys had got shot already. He got shot in front of me. So, like, you know, you're moving in a line down these hallways. And we were moving in a line, and the first guy goes past this door. 
the first like SWAT team guy or whatever the fuck he is, special forces or whatever. He goes past the first door, and I'm behind the second guy, and Captain Price is behind me, and you know they're all doing like like fucking fucking hand signs like all right we're going up we're going up, and like one of the guys is like watch the door watch the door, and as the next dude's moving past the door, you know he like has his back towards the door looking up at the staircase, somebody shoots through the fucking door. They like unload into this dude and just like. Fucking just like oh, he's all fucked up, you know. He's on the ground, like fucking screaming, like fuck, and everybody's like, oh shit. So like, I kick the door open and I shoot the dude in the room or whatever. There's like two of them in there. I shoot them both, and then I go to the next hallway. You know, they're dragging the dude away, and I'm like, okay, I gotta be really careful because these dudes are—they know we're in here. They're trying to ambush us. So I go to the next hallway, and I I open this door, and there's this dude who's shooting. Like, out, out of this door, like, he has his hand out the door, and he's shooting, like, blind firing. And I shoot the door. He falls, and the door, like, the door falls open, right? And he falls on the ground, and his wife is coming running. She's like, oh, no! I fucking shot her, dude. <laughs> and the game kept going. <laughs> I shot her because she was, like, running at him, and he had a gun. He was the one shooting at me, so... I just shot her, and, and like, and, like, even my character, like, my character made, like, comment, like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, <laughs> I got two in this room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean hey, you know, she's, she, she, she that's what I'm thinking she was going to do. I thought she was going to pick up the gun. That's why I straight shot her, like, in the face as soon as she got close to him. I unloaded into her, so, yeah. I mean, sometimes things like that, I, I think that the game lets you kind of deal with that morality like yourself like you gotta think like oh fuck i shot that lady like she didn't have a gun but i shot her and i think the game just kind of lets you deal with it on your own you know what i mean they want you to feel that i don't know if it's like i guess an impact or whatever like they want you to feel like that decision was on you it wasn't on them they didn't tell you to shoot her right you know because <laughs> there's times where you kick open a door and there's just people huddled in the corner like crying like oh, don't shoot me don't shoot me and you're like okay put your hands up and they put their hands up and you know and you're, you guys are going to the room clearing the house or whatever um so there's a lot of times like that and a lot of little kids in the game and a lot of crazy shit dude <laughs> those missions are real tense man <laughs> there's another one where we're going through a hospital and it's pretty cool because we're going to this hospital we had like this huge fight like this huge gunfight in this hospital and all of a sudden it gets quiet and we're going through through like a, a floor of the hospital where there's patients in. And all these people are like in this room and they're all laying on the fucking hospital beds. And you're like, oh, fuck, like somebody, one of these guys is going to have a gun and try to shoot at us, right? But you're just walking to the room like, who's going to stand up and shoot at us? You know, you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> you know, and sure enough, it happens where like I got killed right away because some dude was like, Ah, fuck you! And he put, he like stood up and shot me right away. And I'm like, ah, fuck! I wasn't even looking at that guy. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and like, so there's a lot of a lot of cool shit like that in the game, in the campaign at least, where a lot of cool things like that happen, where everything's very tense. Uh, there's a lot of civilians in these missions too. So there's lots of missions where there's chaos happening in the game. People are running. And there is gunfire in between, and there's a lot of civilians, so it is really hard to shoot at the enemies when there's people, like, running all everywhere, you know what I mean? How do you, we, now, because I don't remember this, like, in the original Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare 2, mm -hmm. uh, and just to clarify also, guys, uh, and for our listeners, that I, I have not purchased or played this game yet, uh, probably tomorrow morning I should be able to, 
uh, due to some circumstances. But um, so now they've got civilians in the game. So how does that? How does this play out differently for you? Like I said, there's a lot of a lot more choice. Like a lot, you gotta be more tactical or more. You gotta be wiser with your shots and how you place them, because somebody could be running across and all of a sudden you just shot a fucking civilian that was running across the way. You know, or just because you like did a quick. Somebody was shooting at you from this direction. You turn real quick and you see somebody standing there. In normal Call of Duty, your reaction is to sh- shoot, right? But in this one, they, they've made it a difference because there's a lot of civilians running around. So you're like, fuck, I just shot a person. Like, damn it. I was getting shot at from this direction and you had to be standing there. And I shot you. I'm sorry. You're like, fuck. But if you do delivery, like, del- just shoot somebody, like, just like straight shoot somebody because you want to. For fun or whatever, the game does end. The game's like, don't shoot civilians, and it ends or whatever. But if like you're getting shot out from that direction, or you're shooting at an enemy that's shooting at you, and then like a civilian runs across the way and gets shot, it's kind of like just collateral damage. You know, like, oh fuck, like unless you're being intentional and doing it more often than it. Yeah, it, it pretty much will tell you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's been a few other parts of the game where like there was one mission specifically that I was like, holy shit. They're going to get some shit for this, probably. And there was another mission that reminded me... I don't know if you... Do you guys remember um, GTA V? And when you, you're like the... When you're playing as Trevor and you torture that one guy. You like fucking just beat the shit out of him and torture him for like an hour. <laughs> well, in this game, there's an interrogation mission where you are interrogating a terrorist. Well... I mean, you're interrogating the terrorist. You gotta, you gotta get him to talk, give up information. So you bring in his family, <laughs> and and it's kind of fucked up. And the game even like even Captain Price tells you like you know you go up to the door. This kind of spoilers people, but you go up to the door, and, and Captain Price is like, look, you don't gotta do this. Like you can walk away right now. Like we'll take care of it for you. And you have a choice right there. You can be like, no, I'm in. Like, I want to do this. Or like, okay, no, I, can't, I don't want to be part of this shit. Whatever you guys are going to do, fuck this. And um, and I was like, no, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> fuck this. I want to see what happens. So, uh, you know, we go in. Hold on. Anyways, he goes in. Dramatic oh, pause. Oh, yeah. So I go in. Sorry. Dramatic <laughs> pause. And like, you know, it's, it's me, Captain Price, and another SAS soldier standing there. And all of a sudden... Uh, the other guy, the other SAS soldier is like, I, I can't do this, Price. Like, I, I gotta I gotta leave. And Price is like, no worries, mate. <laughs> and, the, and the dude just walks out. And then Captain Price, you know, that we have this terrorist family. Like, they're crying. Like, no, no, don't, don't. And the guy's like, don't, not my fucking family. And the wife is telling the husband, like, what did you do? What did you do? And he's like, don't worry. Like, I didn't do anything. They, they got the wrong guy. And she's like, "What did you do?" Like, what? you know, she's like freaking out, crying because we like we picked her up and like we literally kidnapped the, her and her son. <laughs> and we're, and we're by, we have her husband like all beat up, tied up and shit in this chair. And Captain Price pulls out a gun and he puts it on the table and he's like, "All right, pick it up." And I pick it up. And he's like, "All right, one of you's gonna die." <laughs> and he's like, "Who do you want to die first? He asked the guy that, and and I point the gun at the family and. And the dude's like, no, don't fucking shoot them. And I'm like, holy shit, the more I point the gun at these people, the more this guy gets like, like you know, he's scared that I'm going to shoot them. And I pulled the trigger just because he wasn't talking. So I pulled the trigger and the gun had no bullets in it. <laughs> 
And Captain <laughs> and Captain Price is like, "Holy shit, you were really going to do it, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he's like, "All right." There was no bullets in it, and the guy's laughing. The terrorist is like, ah, you pussies, you wouldn't do it. And Captain Price puts a bunch of bullets on the table. He's like, here you go. And I pick up all the bullets and start loading them in the gun. And then the dude puts like a hood on the, he puts a hood on the mom and a hood on the kid. And he's like, all right, choose. Who do you want to die first, her or him? And the guy's like, no, I'll fucking tell you. And then he tells you like all the information you want to know. And then I was wondering if I could kill either of the people. That, that have the, the hoods on him or whatever, like the mom or the kid. So I try to shoot the mom first, and it doesn't let you kill them. Like, it doesn't let you kill the mom or the kid, but it did let me kill the terrorist. Hmm. <laughs> so, like, I unloaded six bullets you know, into they, this dude. Like they drew the line right there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can kill this dude. He's a piece of shit, but don't kill his family. Um, so, yeah, like, the game has a lot of moral choices like that, and then the game really gets dark after that, because after that, Captain Price, he's like... Like, like, I know, he's like, I know this seems like illegal and immoral of us to do because we're like the military, but like, we, we gotta, we gotta do this because if we don't do this, then we don't save people's lives. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to, he's like, you'd rather have one guy dead or a thousand people dead. <laughs> we gotta pay the price somehow. You know what I mean? He's like, we all do it. Everyone does it. We're good. So I was like, oh, that's pretty deep. Captain Price It's pretty fucking deep, brother. But yeah, man, playing the campaign is a fucking blast. I think I'm near the end. It's been a fucking blast. But uh, how, long, I got, how long is it? Would you say campaign? I, I played about five hours of it. I don't know how long it really is. Uh, I'm not done with it though. I'll say that. I'm in one, I'm in this mission that's pretty intense. Uh, and I've done I've done a lot of different things in the game, so it's fucking cool, man. I haven't tried any of the co-op, but I want to do that next. Man, we'll talk about the multiplayer real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, um, unfortunately, like on the co-op that Jesus was talking about, we tried to uh, get together and run co-op games, and for some reason, the console players are having an issue with playing the co-op mode. So it's telling them they have to download an additional packet. So we tried playing with Native Lives Matters, and so we're like, hey, let's try the co-op. We got a couple of us on, you know, we'll give us a run. And when we went to select it, it wouldn't let us select it because it said native didn't have it. And so it told him he had to download this packet to be able to play the co-op the co-op version. And so we're like, oh, must not got it installed, you know, with the base game, which on the PC we didn't we didn't have to worry about that. It just literally got installed with the base game. So it's kind of weird. Is it like a? Uh, it, I'm just reaching here, but it could be more of that. If you remember from back in the Borderlands one days, or even Borderlands two, is it like a compatibility pack? Is what they're referring to? I'm not sure. I can't remember what the name was they gave it because you know he just kind of mentioned it. Like he's like, oh, I have to install this packet for the co-op, you know. And Jesus and I were like, well, we're ready to go, you know. Don't you have a game completely downloaded? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did, you know. And then. He just couldn't get into it. So then, later, actually, later on today, I had a, I was playing with Nipron, who is he evidently he's playing it on his PlayStation, and he had the same situation. Um, we were we were playing a couple online games. He's like, "Hey, do you want to check out the co-op?" I'm like, "Sure, I got a little bit of time. We'll we'll check out the co-op." And he was the leader of the party, and he went to go and uh, select the co-op, and it told him he didn't have it downloaded yet. And he said it's like halfway downloaded, so we mm. couldn't play it. So we had to wait. So we still have not gotten to play 
the uh, multiplayer co-op, which is just like, I guess like it's going to be like a, I don't know if it's going to be a story or not, or it's just going to be like a mission that we can do together. And, you know, so. Yeah, I forgot what they were called in the first and second one. Or I don't know if it was Modern Warfare 2 that had the those co-op missions. But yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying so far. Like like Jesus was saying, um, the little bit of the campaign I played is really really impressive graphically. It looks really good. Like yeah, I keep even telling myself, I'm like, wow, this actually looks really really polished. I was I was pretty surprised. You know, they do a little trick with the way they they film it. I think you know it's kind of it has like that film grain look to it a little bit and you can take some of that away in the PC settings which I turned off but it still looks really 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 good and I keep telling myself how impressed I am with it and even the multiplayer the maps I played quite a bit today so I'm kind of learning the maps pretty good and still just the the graphics of the the area that you're playing in look 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 great and enjoying it a lot so I definitely think you should be picking this up, Gunny, because it's, it's you know it's my first Call of Duty and I'm I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. So yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think back to when the Xbox One debuted. I had that it wasn't Modern Warfare; it was uh, whatever that last one was. It was yeah, and then I don't know, and then I just kind of dropped off. But yeah, definitely plan on uh, picking that up. So I just need to. And it's awesome, the crossplay you know feature of it. The only the only problem I'm having with the crossplay right now, and this is strictly on my end. I don't understand what's going on with it. And I had this problem in the beta a little bit also. Is I cannot pick up any in-game chat. Like a lot of us use Discord and we're using Discord to chat and stuff like that. But like people that are just randoms that are in our squad or whatever. I can't listen to any of their chat. I can see the speaker above their name and it shows that they're talking. And all that stuff, and we actually were running with uh, Native Live Matters, a couple of uh, his friends and family, and so we were like going to use in-game chat because they were on console, and they didn't have Discord. You know, they weren't in the HTTP Discord, so I'm like, okay, we'll use the in-game chat, and I can't get it. Like, I have everything unmuted, and I have everything set to like like my mic is always live, and I have you know a team chat on, and everything, and couldn't hear anything can't i can see them lighten up like they're talking but so i'm thinking that it has something to do with the problem i had in the beta so on the beta for some reason and I, don't, I don't know why this happened when we were checking that out the game was going through my headset but the the voice chat in game was going through my oculus for some reason because my boy was playing, and I heard voices, and I'm like, "What's up? What's that sound?" And it was, you know, and it was my Oculus was sitting on top of my PC at the time. And I'm like, "It's coming from my Oculus because it's got built-in speakers in it." And so it like split the audio hmm. on the beta. So like part of it was going through the headset, and part of it was going through my Oculus. I, right, right now I don't have my Oculus hooked up. I like unplugged it to make sure that wasn't the case. Right. But I just have no audio, and I can't find out like. If it's like a separate channel or where it's going or... Did you Google it and just see if maybe there's... I mean, it's still kind of, like I said, a new game, but they're still trying to figure out the servers. Um, Yeah, I haven't gone that far to Google it yet, but... For all these things to talk to each other, Xbox, 
PlayStation PC. And even on the bottom of the screen, it says all mute. And so I'm like, okay, that has to be what it is. You know, it's, everybody's muted. And if I click on it or mouse over it, it just puts an F above it. Like I, I need to hit the F key to like toggle it. And it does nothing. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. react to it or anything. So I, I, I don't know. But I know a couple of my friends on PC, they're complaining about the chat already. Like how toxic, you know, toxic it is already. You know, just a mix of all PlayStation and Xbox and PC. Right. You know, and he was, he was complaining about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't have that problem because I can't hear any in-game chat. Like, none of it's coming across <laughs> yeah. on my end. I don't have to hear it. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it would be nice to be able to hear if I wanted to hear. So, I'll figure it out. It's just like a little hiccup. It's definitely not preventing me from enjoying the game, though. Yeah, I uh, can just hear it now. You blinking console peasant, blinking blank. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'll find oh, yeah. out tomorrow afternoon. I'll I'll definitely uh you know, here's the thing is you know we talked about this earlier before we started I start we started the show and that is do I start playing on Xbox? I think obviously I want to play the campaign on Xbox in four K and HDR. Mm-hmm. Um but then I talked about doing the multiplayer and the co op and I wanna be able to I could actually, you know, hook up a mouse and keyboard. I think Nipron brought that up. He goes, hey, you can just hook up your mouse and keyboard to your Xbox. So well, I will well, let you. What, is that one of the titles that will let you? Because I know not every game will let you run mouse and keyboard on your Xbox. Like, your Xbox will support it. But there's only, like, a handful of games that support mouse and keyboard support. Mm. And it, it could. But I, w- I would maybe at least make sure if that's something you want to try um, to make and sure I've- it does support it. Yeah, and I thought we read an article that it would let me. I and I think I remember Jesus saying something about that. That hey, you'll show up as a as a PC icon right. on other people's screens because you will have a mouse and a keyboard. But yeah, you're and playing on an Xbox. That's the way Fortnite does it. Also, like if, if you're on an Xbox and you plug in a mouse and keyboard, it'll recognize it, but it's going to match make you a PC players. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they will match make you <clears throat> with what you have unless you would. And on Fortnite, you can't change it, but it's something like on Call of Duty, you can. I haven't messed with trying to change it, like trying to go PC only or anything like that. I just letting it go as it is. And I'm finding a pretty even mix, you know, like the matchmaking. I'll find four or five guys on PC and, uh, you know, four or five guys on console, you know. Or sometimes I'll find like, the whole lobby is all PC. And the next game I run, I'll get into the lobby, and the whole lobby will be all console. And I'll be like the only PC player. So it's kind of funny. Like, every once in a while, like, I'll be the only PC guy in the lobby. And the next time. All and of since you can't PC hear guys, anybody, they're all saying, murder the PC guy. Go right. after him. It's, it's, probably, it's probably good that I can't hear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they're probably all laughing at I you. I haven't tried all the modes yet. I've been. I've been sinking all my time in uh, just team deathmatch. Were they called situations? Do you, does that ring a bell? Is that what they were called? What was that? Uh, that was the 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 Call of Duty co-op mode. Oh no! This is co-op on the menu. Okay. It doesn't say it literally on the beginning. It says uh, campaign, multiplayer, or co-op. And as soon as you pick the, we would pick the co-op. You know, we couldn't get into time, so. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'll continue on too with what I've been playing this week uh, since Jesus isn't back. 
I've been playing a lot more uh, Escape from Tarkov with Big McLarge Huge and Heathen, and then my son ended up picking it up also. So, um, and I did I did watch Big Mc, Mc, Big Mick Large, correct? Yes, yes, I've been watching him on Twitch play this game. Yeah, I, I actually I watched a VOD of the person I, I kind of played with him, and I think you had jumped in after I did the VOD. I heard him making a reference to you, but yeah, that's it's interesting. I didn't realize how deep this game went with like the gun customization, the the items that you have. So he was like, well, they're going to do a system wipe. You're going to be able to get gear really cheap. I have a lot of money. I'll buy you some gear. He's like, drop into this bit na- in this next level, basically naked. So go in with your PMC, which is your main character in your game. That one that if you die, you lose all your stuff you're carrying. And we went in and he brought in a bunch of stuff with him and he handed me a bunch of gear. And he gave me like a helmet and a vest and a backpack and all that stuff, you know. And he gave me a gun. And he's like, we're going to go in hot and you know, try and fight our way through. And he gave me a helmet and this helmet has a visor. And he's like, all right, all right, you got, if you hit in, it'll open and close your visor. And it's kind of like, not foggy, but it, you know, you can tell you're looking through like plexiglass or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so as we're walking, you would have it up just so you could have that clear vision. But he's like, remember, remember, remember if you get in combat, you want to put that visor down because it'll actually help protect your base when you're getting shot at. So if you get like a headshot on you, it won't com- kill you instantly. That visor will at least absorb some of the damage, you know, which probably isn't the most realistic thing to because it'll probably still kill you. But um, it does alter how much damage you receive if you have the visor up or down. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then... Uh, yeah, because I see a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, headshots. Boom, you're dead. Yeah, and that's you know, that's the thing this game too. It, and it's almost like that that time to kill, like in uh, Call of Duty Breakpoint. It's a couple bullets and you're dead. I mean, it's yeah. not you know you can't sit there and soak up a bunch of bullets and and live. And you know it's it's over in a snap of a finger. Like you get shot a couple times, you're instantly done, and you're in the lobby. But some of the some of the other things I didn't realize are. The all the gear when you when you equip it, it all has individual weights, and it will affect like how far your character can jump. And I think it affects your stamina. Like your stamina will drain faster when you're running when you have heavier gear on. Or if you go lighter gear, you'll have you'll have more stamina. You can jump a little higher. You can maybe clear that little railing easier, and stuff like that. You can maneuver throughout the world a little faster if you go with less weighted gear but then you're going to trade it for some health so maybe if you have a really heavy vest on you might be able to take a couple shots to the chest and not die instantly you know but Mm -hmm. i'm kind of finding that and the other thing i found out really interesting was you can mod each gun and there's a lot of guns in the game and when you have a gun say it takes like seven seven six two ammo and it'll be like um there's like five or six different kinds of 762 ammo you can get with different tracers on them and different, um, they, you know, they go away. They show like weights on them and everything too. And you literally have to take your bullets when you get them and look one by one, load the bullet. One by one, magazine. I noticed. Yeah. That's a, that's the a magazine fun thing to watch. And then load the magazine into, you know, the gun. So it's like, okay, so you want to make sure you're all loaded up before you drop in the mission. 
you know, you can load a couple magazines and then put them in your backpack and then you launch a mission. You know, you want to get things ready before you actually jump in. And uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. And the guns you have an ability to mod them. So you'll find mod parts throughout the world. And when you go to mod your gun, it shows like a side view of the gun. And you can you can kind of pan it around. But there is like 15 to 20 different boxes around the gun of parts that you can mod. You can change the grip, you know, the, the backstock, the the you know barrel the sights the you know you can put tape on it you can put a laser sight on it you can do all these things and you can sit there and find pieces for it and continue to add to this gun so i I thought that was kind of a neat aspect and each gun has more or less you know if you have a smaller gun like a pistol or something like that you may not have as many options you know as you would as like a like an ar of some form but are any of these mods like I like now that you're describing it from what I've seen on Twitch, I wasn't even sure like what are they doing this for looks? But is I mean there is it more are you getting better ac- accuracy out of these? Yeah, I believe a lot of it helps increase your like aim down sights. It'll help your you know, obviously scope is gonna help your your magnification of like a sniper rifle or something like that. You can change and put bigger scopes on, smaller scopes, red dot, you know, that typical AR type stuff, but yeah, the grips and all that, I think it was supposed to help you recoil recoil. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. And then on top of all that, as you do things kind of like an, um, Oh, I want to say like a, I can't remember if it's like fallout or not. As you do things, it's kind of like an RPG. As you do things with your character that they level that skill up. So if you do a lot more running, it's going to build up your stamina. You'll level up your stamina. If you're doing a lot of stuff like aiming down sights, then that gives you a better aiming down sight ability as you continue to progress your character. And there's, I think, maybe like 30 different things you can look at and level with your character. So it's a little bit of a grind, like leveling all that stuff up to making your character stronger, more accurate, and stuff like that also, on top of having all these guns and these big maps that you drop into and everything else. So it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, they are doing a the official new update for the game. I, says, I guess they're going to kind of change a bunch of stuff on it. I think it comes out tomorrow, which is Sunday. So Big McLarge Huge asked me if I was going to play it Sunday. And I usually don't have time to play on Sundays. And then Monday I have a, uh, a closed alpha. I'm going to be checking out, so I probably won't get a chance to play again until probably Tuesday. But I'm looking forward to getting in and seeing what this new new update is. Who gets to play the closed alpha? Um, so I mean, a, is there like, a certain group of chosen? This is uh, this is just a different game that I was invited to. Um, a couple of guys from the community and uh, from my Discord channel was talking about it. It's a game called GTFO. Um, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so it's like a sci-fi, or not sci-fi, but it's like a four-player co-op shooter, like a horror, like you're going through an area, and you guys got kind of, I'm not sure if you got to clear it or, or how it's going to exactly play out, but um, the trailer looked really interesting and looked really good, so um, I got a key for it and redeemed it on Steam, and they have an, an open, or a closed alpha for Monday. Okay. 
I did. I did message Jesus. I I had like one extra key, and I think that will, when he redeems it, will give him three keys. So he might be able to send you a key, and but you'd have yes. to play it Monday. Okay, I'm off Monday. Let's do it, and yeah, then we so, can not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, right? actually, they said we could stream it. They even said we could stream oh. it, and but we couldn't cover. They're going to put like an alpha. Um, watermark basically on the corner of the screen while you're playing they just said you can't cover it up while you're streaming so they need to let people know that it's an alpha but they're going to let us stream it yeah so we can talk impressions for sure yeah so sweet um, the only other game I played this week and this this one's a little bit of an old one I guess um, for some reason I just felt like playing something different and like in midweek kind of waiting for Call of Duty kind of waiting for um you know, the Outer Lands, which I, which I did not get to, actually, because Call of Duty ended up soaking up all my time. But um, I ended up jumping back into Heavy Rain. Like, I haven't given this game a whole lot of time yet. And, you know, I played a little bit of the intro, and I stopped. So I, I sat down the one night, and stayed, I actually stayed up pretty late and played it and got a lot farther into it. And I, I was really getting into the story, actually. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. You know, I was wanting to see how it goes. And uh, it probably wouldn't have been for Call of Duty coming out Friday. I probably would have finished it this week. I was really getting into it until, you know, Call of Duty launched. Um, the story, you know, that I'm not sure, like, how much the story actually changes, but um, I played up to a part where, like, you do the detective and you find a body and, you know, it's, like, raining and you put on the glasses and you can, like, scan the area and he gets different clues and, and then... Uh, they talk about, you know, the origami killer and, and your character, how he keeps blacking out and stuff, you know, and waking up in the middle of the street and you have like an origami thing in his hand and, you know, and then his son disappears. And I think the last thing I did is a, I did the part where you go to like, it's like a bus station or something like that. And they, and they tell you to, you have to go to the storage locker and you go in and you pull out a shoebox and it has like, like three or four origami animals and they're numbered. And then it has like a, like a handgun in there and it, you know, it asks you like how far will you go to save your son and this, all this. Mm. And, and it gives you like a clue of like where you have to go and what you got to do. And that's where I had stopped. So that's where it really starts to get good. I mean, and not playing this and just watching playthroughs uh-huh. for myself. Um, so, you know, of course some of it, it's been so long since I've watched the playthrough. Yeah, I'm not sure how old this game is now. Like, I know it's been a while, but Gosh, it's, been, it's new to me. So, oh, at least what I would say, eight years has it been? Has it been that long? I don't know. Because it, it was back be. on PlayStation Three mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, because I remember so watching another. Well, he wasn't a streamer, but a YouTuber. He's now a streamer. Yeah, back on way back on early PS3 days. But I know every time I see that on the PlayStation 4, I'm like, oh, I've got other games I got to play. I got to finish God of War first <laughs> before I fire that one up. <laughs> I know. I've, I'm starting to feel the crunch now of like what to play because, you know, this week alone, I'm sitting there going, I have Call of Duty and I have Outer Worlds. And I was really excited for Outer Worlds too. And I'm like, I want to check out Call of Duty. And, you know, and so like, since I'm not really into the Call of Duty thing and I wanted to get a jump start on this multiplayer and see how it plays out and get a feel of the aiming and all that stuff. 
So I just played a lot of that this weekend and probably this coming week, I'll probably don't jump into the outer worlds. And, uh, I know, uh, we could probably move on to you and I see that some, that's what you've been playing. So yeah. Take on it. I hear really good about it. I heard a lot yeah. of people are really liking it. Yeah. So I fired that up today. I've been, uh, uh, just for our listeners out there, I've been trying to, you know, focusing on other things and, you know, some fires around me. So I've been following the news and Twitters and things like that. So a lot of distractions, but from what I've played, um, I definitely get that, that fallout vibe to it. Uh, you know, and I never played a lot of Vegas. So, but visually I get like, Oh, it's like a, like you get that fallout Four pistol in the beginning. Um, and like some of the, even the opening cutscene, I kind of miss some of that where it was kind of playing out, but you're just, uh, I don't know if you're, what happened to you exactly? I'll probably just touch more on that next week. Once I, I might just restart the game mail. <laughs> I think I yeah. might have to, um, because I would just went in and started choosing things where I, where I want to put my perk points, um, which was pretty cool. Like, you know, like a classic fallout, like, Hey, there's dexterity. Um, how many points do I want to put into my shooting abilities? And there was just other things like, uh, oh, there's like your sneak. You know, how many points go into this? Hmm. You know, it's just to, you know, like a classic RPG. Um, and But I like a lot of the dialogue. And I remember, you know, hearing a lot of previews about this game. And, and some of it's pretty funny. Where it, it'll give you an option where you go in and you'll talk to these people who are I don't know. I guess they're like cops or something like right in the beginning or near the beginning. And, you know, and they'll ask you something like, Hey, you can't park your ship right here or something. And it's not even your ship. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and you could say, well, how do I pay the fine? I don't have a job. And then there'll be another option for, you know, you'll have to fight me for it or something, or I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, you know, it's, I'm not even who you say, you, you know, who you think I am. And so it kind of, get. I like that wide variety of dialogue that it gives you yeah i hear you can do a lot like i heard you can kill like any npc and it doesn't really affect the outcome i mean that person would be gone in the game but it won't affect your story per se completely mm-hmm. they'll like everything continues on and that person will be there and you'll still be able to finish the campaign if that npc wasn't there so um it reminds me of a I don't know if you've ever played Divinity Original Sin. That game has a lot of NPCs, and you can kill any NPC in that game, and you can sell any item in that game. So you can sell, like, a major quest item. And so you're like, oh, I need this request. And it, the game doesn't tell you. It, like, does not hold your hand. And you can go back to that NPC, the merchant that you sold it to, and you can actually buy it back. But then you got to sit there and remember it be like, you know, where, 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 who did I sell that to? And what town? And and all that stuff. So you can actually break the game. I know I know some people that actually got all the way to the end, and they needed these twelve things, and uh-huh. yeah. sold all of them. Like and a Resident so Evil, did, almost, right? Yeah, and so it really jacked up their game, and they actually never finished it then because they would actually have to pretty much play it through again and not sell those items. The second one, I guess, prevents you from doing that somewhat now. But that's the first thing I thought of when I heard like how open this game was, like how you could kill the NPCs or or change the way everything interacts. I hear, I hear like 
by decisions you make. Like you can have an NPC in your party and you'll talk to another NPC. Those two won't like each other by some actions or something like that. And it will start like a fight or something like that will happen and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, now I'll try to explain this without, without trying to spoil anything, but I do have, I picked up my first NPC. I mean, my first, uh, follower i'll mm-hmm. call it and so she uh was raised by this this guy in town who's who is important and you know and has power probably like a governor of some sorts and so i take her and we go to a couple locations to uh either try to persuade this other people this this other group of people to to come back you know to town and I think it's kind of, it's weird because I'm telling, you know, they're telling me like, no, we're not going back to that person. And, you know, the my, my followers like standing like right there next to me. Um, and, you know, and I could either say like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go shut his power off and shut him down and get rid of him. And <laughs> it, it just feels weird to, to actually say those things in front of her, <laughs> you know, because like. Uh, I guess later on I will be able to like have more dialogue, you know, with your with your followers. So, um, th- but that's kind of like right where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of like in like on the main in town. So, and I just uh, just have a basic pistol and assault rifle, and I feel like also the ammo is hard to come by. And they have different vending machines I've noticed around. It'll even say like, "Oh, you spotted a vending machine," so it'll actually appear on your map. So you know to go to it once you have, you know, enough funds to buy more ammo. And you will pick up other things where, you know, once you down a NPC and then you'll be able to go over and loot their bodies. So, but graphically it looks good. I don't think it's like awesome looking. Yeah, so my next question was what you thought of it graphically. I thought it looked pretty interesting. Like the, the I like the bright colors of it and kind of like the atmosphere seemed like it'd be nice. Yeah. And so I have like, you know, running on 4K HDR, like I did have to turn the brightness down because those colors are are popping. Um, and it almost reminds me of like some of the colors for like a like Metro Exodus or something, but not like Wasteland any or anything like that. More more like Fallout 4. Gotcha. Uh, better graphically than Fallout 4. So because I think Obsidian <laughs> did a made the, you know, this is like Fallout a better game than that one so but yeah i'll yeah, play a lot more of it gonna, uh, to, uh, how much of this will hurt fallout because you know we've seen the news about 76 here we'll hit that here later but um i wonder like how much this is gonna hurt fallout 76 if not any because no. i mean it's already been out for a while so i don't know if it's gonna affect people buying it per se but uh no this is because this is one fixed campaign that's a 30 hour game so and it's not anything where you can go. Oh, I'm going to turn this into. I don't think you can play co-op. There's no multiplayer. Uh, so it is a single-player experience, which is completely different from a Fallout 76 game. Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of thinking more like Fallout 4. I guess you'd be probably more comparable with something like that. I think. Yeah, but just for a li- you know, for people listening, it's not you're not building anything that I know of. I haven't. F- found to me you know i feel like there's that there's that fallout 4 there's uh 
you know, Fallout New Vegas is in there a little bit. I, I mean, I could just see it from the art style from Obsidian. So, I mean, hmm. you can tell they grabbed a lot of those assets from those games. So, yeah. Is this, I know this is on Game Pass. Is this Microsoft exclusive? This is uh, Microsoft. No, email, I saw right? it on. I went to Epic Store to get the free games this week, and no, it's it's on there. Oh, okay. it is It is on Epic. The evil Epic Store. Uh, <laughs> the evil Epic Store. Yeah. Ew. So, yeah, as far as I know, it's not. So, obviously, it's not going to be on Steam. Um, but it's it's out on PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Epic. As of now. So, but, yeah, I think that's, uh, let's see, anything else that I played uh, besides that one? Oh, a little more control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was I was frustrated with the game last week. <laughs> you know, just couldn't get past this, like, I called it a boss fight, but it was more about, like, I just need to do, you know, damage him enough to where he ran, he basically escaped to proceed uh-huh. to the next mission. And you say you restarted the game? You said something you was wanting to restart it maybe. To yeah, I wanted to restart it because I was so frustrated. I thought maybe I was underpowered. Uh, I didn't have enough, you know, enough perk points or something to, like, com- complete that boss fight. But... Uh, but like I said, you have like you have those like save points, which are these circles that you that you grab, and they're more, more or less they're just save points. So it was like right outside that door. Um, so I was able I was able to go in there and do enough damage and proceed to the next mission. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. I can't. I've been thinking about it all week. Like, what does this game remind me of? And it's not an Alan Wake game. It will come to me eventually, uh, but. Yeah, it wasn't so break either, huh? No, that's what I think of when I see it. I think of Quantum Break. There's probably another game that I played back on Xbox 360 that that it definitely reminds me of. It isn't like a Max Payne kind of thing, is it? Where the the whole messing with time and freezing things, maybe? No, there's no time freezing or anything. But what it does have is, uh, for example, right after I finish that mission, and then you go to another location. Um, not another location, but you you're going up through this building, uh, and you'll see like a there's like a it almost reminds me of like a uh, not Marvel, but I'm trying to think of who was in uh oh gosh was it Excelsior? That's not Marvel. That's uh the other company. What am I thinking of as far as comic books? Like DC. DC, thank you. So I always forget that one. Um, and you know how I remember he was in that cell that was kind of f- far away from the door to mm-hmm. kind of keep him contained? So it looked exactly like that. I was like, oh, I know what that is. Uh, but then there's a telephone and it's ringing in that other room. So they did throw that Alan Wake stuff in there. And then like somebody came up and shot me in the back and killed me. I was like, great, reload, checkpoint. Um, but what they, what was cool was I, what I didn't notice at first was I needed to turn around and you know pull this cord to turn the light out so when you turn the light out it actually now you're in this hotel you know like what the hell's going on um so you know and then you gotta switch it i think a couple more times uh, because after i tried to check each door i'm like okay nothing's happening here uh then you're in this part where you're just basically doing like these this parkour stuff you know you're jumping over these ledges and uh you're also on the controller you're pressing I think it's the B button and that'll actually 
you'll actually propel forward to get through mm-hmm. certain things. Uh, so it's like it's like you're almost like you're platforming in a way, you know. And then you're, I don't know, you're just talking to these whatever monster alien people, and and then you get to the telephone and you're killing uh, other NPCs. So yeah, it's just it's a weird game. It's very weird. So there's just a there's a lot going on in there. But, I gotcha. Uh, I, I feel like I keep wanting to pick this up, and I, but I feel like. You know, somebody asked last week uh, about it maybe coming to Game Pass, you know, and that just feels like a Game Pass title, you know, in my mind. Yeah. And so I keep waiting. And I, now that I have so much other things to play, because Red Dead's right around the corner and, you know, Star Wars and all them right around the corner. So maybe I guess I'll probably wait and see if it does come out on Game Pass. And if it does, then I can just go ahead and, you know, give it a shot and see what it's like. Yeah, I feel like Twilight Zone. I mean, I think some of that was thrown. At, that's what it felt like too. Like little Twilight Zone. Um, uh, who was that? There's another author from a book. But if he made if he made video games, this would be, you know, this would be also like something he would make as well. Um, I'll think of his name in a second here. But um, yeah, it's just it's a trip. So, but I think that's it's about all. Uh, Played really just those two games, and Jesus is not back yet. Where the hell yeah, is he? I think he's, he's doing he's laundry, behind. guys. I think, and I don't think he's doing laundry. I think, I think he's out over there practicing some oh, Call of Duty. Probably, he's, he probably, he's probably playing Call of Duty around the corner. We just don't know it. <laughs> we were trying to get him to come podcast. We're like, come on, let's go do a podcast. He's like, fuck no, I gotta play Call of Duty. Yeah. I can, this would be the prime opportunity for my Jesus, you know, uh, impersonation. You know, like, hey guys. No, I'm playing Call of Duty. Screw you, Mayo. <laughs> you know? But but anyhow, so I guess we could go ahead and um, go on news and we can, we'll catch up with Jesus when he gets back. Um, so I guess, uh, Gunny, this is where you're famous. Uh, what time is it? It's news time. Hit us up on the news. Follow us on oh. Facebook. Just go with the news, mail. I got some noise back here. All right, so we're going to start off. EA hints at a return to Steam. Um, it may not seem like much is going on, but EA is tweeting out a picture of a steaming hot beverage in an EA mug. And it sure seems like a hint that they are going to be returning to Steam. Um, said games has been available exclusively on Origin PC. And... Uh, the launch of Battlefield 3 back since 2011 and Crisis 2 has even put off, you know, was put off of Steam like a year later. So basically a bunch of the, since 2011, all your titles have been on Origin. And it looks like the way they're talking is that they're hitting and bringing back some of these titles. Um, this is once, or one tweets, not only the evidence EA games might be coming back to Valve's launcher earlier this week, uh, at o Robot Brush found a test application to run Origin games through Steam suggesting a similar situation to Uplay where games are on sale in Steam but will open the Uplay launcher when played. So basically what's going to happen I have a feeling is going to be they're going to start putting Origin games, probably the older games are going to start becoming available on Steam and we'll be able to purchase them through the Steam store 
And when you add it to your library and you just going to launch it through the Steam library, it's going to bring up Origin similar to what it does with Uplay. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if any of you guys know that when you when you click on a Uplay game, like, say, Division 2, if you have it in your well, – that one's not in Steam, but, say, Division 1, if it's in your Steam library, you will click on it and it actually opens Uplay and you would launch into Uplay and play it off of there. So I think this is a smart move, and I, I don't know why most developers don't do this anyways, because it's just one more platform to sell your game on. You know, you don't really gain anything by not putting it on Steam. You know, because if you, even if you get a handful of Steam buyers, then you've got a few more sales, you know? Uh, so, like, I don't know why it's... Reading this earlier this week, this, this article, and the first thing that came to mind was, do, now, do they... Does Steam get the thirty percent cut in sales because you're purchasing they, it on Steam, might, or, yeah. or does maybe something we'll we won't we won't know because it's not public knowledge? Do they do they cut a deal with Steam? I wasn't sure how that works. Does EA have a special deal with Steam, and does Ubisoft have a have a deal with Steam as far as revenue? Yeah, nothing said whether you know they're going to continue to take that thirty. 30 70 split or i know it gets better the more the more company the more money they make you know like the more a game sells the actually steam takes less of a percentage so like once they hit a certain dollar amount steam is like okay now we only take this much you know so and um, obviously they won't hit that especially if they're keeping it you know they're keeping origin you know and that's going to be the primary place to play on pc um, yeah, hmm. it's just interesting too. Is they're that they're doing this with Steam and not Epic? You know, you keep hearing all this stuff about Epic doing this and this, and now all of a sudden, Origin's well, kind of partnering up with Steam a little bit. But maybe they'll partner up with Epic also. Which we know this. We know this for a fact. We know this that Epic did approach them, right? Of course oh, yeah. they did. Of course they did. We know, right? And I'm sure what I'm just trying to get you know, beyond the walls and into the EA think lab here. And they probably said, uh, you know what? That's, this is not going to work as far as like an exclusive kind of thing. And, uh, we, you know, we're, we're just going to, we're just going to put our tail between our legs and go back to steam. <laughs> right. Cause that's where they're going to see the most people anyway. Right. The most views, the most traffic. Uh, but whether they agreed to that 30 or not, you know, who knows? They'll probably just cut something to, with steam. That's, that would be my guess. Yeah. Right, moving, moving on, though, we'll, we'll talk about that evil Epic Store since the, the competitor of Steam. And they are evidently making a push. Uh, Epic Seuss, former Fortnite tester who leaked the Chapter 2 secrets. So uh, um, just a quick read through here is uh, Epic's game is suing a former Fortnite user experienced... Uh, tester for leaking details for Fortnite Chapter 2, claiming the leak spoiled the suspense that Epic had been working on to generate and build for months. In the lawsuit filed to a North Carolina court this week, Epic said Ronald Skies broke the non-disclosure agreement after testing the game in September. In the following or the weeks following the test, Skies took to Twitter to reveal details about the upcoming update. Epic claimed in court documents reported by Polygon, um, using multiple accounts, Skies revealed a new map, 
the presence of swimming and boats and the upgrade stations in the, stu- the studio had said. Um, information is currency, and Sky's, Sky's cashed in on what he learned as a user experience tester for Epic. He did so at the expense of Epic and those in the Fortnite community who were anxiously awaiting the new season of Fortnite only to have some of Epic's planned surprise spoiled by Sky's leak, says Epic. Hmm. Um, this is Epic is seeking damages alongside the destruction of all copies of Epic's trade secrets in, in Sky's possession. As a direct result on Sky's breach of his contractual obligation under his NDA, Epic has sustained and will continue to sustain damages in an amount to be determined, said Epic. Yeah, and I don't see anywhere where Sykes said, you know, or gave any kind of excuse or comments to this as to why he did it. He or she? He, yeah, probably just trying to get popular, probably, you know, just, you know, because the, you know, tweeting that out like they're probably really build his tweet channel, you know, like he's probably putting that information out there saying he had a good source or whatever. And people are probably retweeting it a bunch and just building oh, this yeah. reputation. But now he probably builds reputation in the wrong way. So. I think so. And, and assuming he's just a tester, he's going to have to be filed for bankruptcy pretty soon. So, you know, especially after they take him to court. They, they did throw in the bottom. It says, it's not the first time that Epic has sued a Fortnite leaker. Last nice. year, it sued a former tester for revealing details about Season 4. So, now, I, don't, I don't know how that has panned out for that individual, but... Wow. I will tell. We'll see how inexpensive of a, of a leak that was for him. Yeah, I can't think of any reason why anybody would even want to do that, unless they're making tons of money on the side. Oh, if only Jesus was here to hear this. Google to launch multiple game studios <gasps> for Stadio exclusives, but huge new IP still several years away. So this article says yeah. uh, Google is planning to create a few different first-party studios to make exclusive games for Google Stadia, but don't expect any blockbusters for a long time. Um, Google Studio will release exclusive games every year, starting with the next four, starting within the next four years. But it may be several years before we see a huge new IP. Google's head of Stadia Games and Entertainment, Jade Raymond, told GamesIndustry.biz, he says, "We have a plan that includes building out a few different first per, or first party studios and also building up the publishing." Org to ship exclusive content created by indie developers and other external partners. She said, uh, it is a long-term view that Google is taking for a big bet and a huge new IP that's going to fully leverage the cloud. It may be several years. Yeah, so doesn't this sound to you like, I mean, it's more of this soft launch we have another article too that kind of leads to that or hints to that um, yeah i mean i mean this has to be kind of expected because you know um they're kind of new to the industry you know google is probably just trying to get this working first 
and then maybe we'll worry about getting an exclusive made studio game, you know, from them and stuff like that. Because, you know, they say they decided to do gaming two years ago. We, we all right. know how long a game takes to make. You know, it can take, you know, years. So they probably, this is going to take time. You know, they probably have something started already. And who knows? You know, they're probably they could be halfway through it, but even halfway through it could mean it could be three years out yet. You know. And you know, and the other thing too is, they already have, uh, you know, they already have games for it. As far as like games that are already popular, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. Is Fortnite going to be on there, or is that just going to be more of just an epic thing? Do you know? I'm not even sure what. Besides, yeah. like you know, your Red Dead and other large, you know, other AAA games. Are going to yeah, be on this. I haven't heard anything either. Um, you I know, was, and the other weird thing that I find too is, like, okay, I'm not a founder. You're not a founder, but where do I, where do I sign up? How do I create a gamer tag? Where, where's the, how do I do this? Is is there something here in my Chrome browser? You know what I mean? It's just not even a thing yet. Yeah, and I don't think even Jesus. I, I don't think he's canceled his yet, but he still hasn't really see received much information from them you know and you know that release is what like november 19th right so it's like not even 30 days away and we still don't know anything yet and uh i'm not sure if you were hitting at the same article um, i seen i seen an article earlier today talking about um there may be a little bit of a delay when you can play your stadia so they were promising I don't have the article in front of me, but just like just a real quick summary of it was they were saying that the people that got it pre-ordered early will get it like on the 19th because they have to ship the hardware out. And right. yes. they said it will start shipping on the 19th. So if you were an earlier order of it, your shipment would go first. If you were a later order of it, you were kind of later in the pipeline of when your equipment would be shipped to you. You may not necessarily get to be able to have your equipment to play it on the 19th. So yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of reading through it. Uh, I guess because there's something about this new premiere edition. Apparently, that won't have a shipping, won't be shipped by the date stated. For yeah, I think it was, it's like a new edition. Basically, they kind of rebranded the Founders Edition and are calling it the Premiere Edition. But anybody that orders that right now is going to be one of the last ones to get it shipped out to them. So they're going to be waiting, you know, all the. Founders editions are going to be shipped out first. Yeah, because I've been seeing their their Twitter, and it basically just says right here, "That's a wrap, folks." Stadia Founders Edition has completely sold out. We can't wait to welcome all our founders to play Stadia on November nineteenth. But it says here, Google pointed out on its blog post from last week, and sure enough, it technically says that Founders Editions will only start arriving on November nineteenth, and that you might only get to play starting at nine a.m. Pacific time that day if you were one of the first gamers who pre-ordered um, so yeah I guess there is like a queue you know so you may have to wait a few more days hopefully it's not longer than that that you have to wait um, but yeah I want to get the I mean I guess I'll probably have to wait if I'm going to get that that Chromecast Ultra or you know, even if I want to, I don't think, you know, that's the thing where I'm like torn. Like, do I get, do I just get a Xbox, you know, 
Pro controller? Do I get the Pro 2? The Pro 2 is like a little too expensive for me. You know, I used to be a preacher of, I always bring up the Xbox controller, right? Because I'm like, why would I want a Google Pro controller, you know? I'm so used mm-hmm. to the Xbox One if, and if it's Bluetooth. And I was even telling the wife yesterday, or yeah, it was last night, I go, what's a Stadia? <laughs> you know, every time I try to explain it to her, she's like, so, <laughs> and after I go on for five minutes, she goes, so it's more money you want to pay for. Like, yes, that's that's basically what I'm selling you. <laughs> I want to spend more money. Um, no, but that it was just if I want a bit, go get one of these, let's say December or even January, because it's not something I really need to play right away or get. Uh, you know, unless there was a big AAA exclusive game, I probably would have been a founder, you know, for like a new IP. Yeah, something something you could probably think of doing too is what I think I would do is maybe I'll check it out, but I'll just do it off my PC for now because it should be able to recognize an Xbox controller. So I can use my Xbox controller on my PC right now, but you could probably even use it wired. You can probably plug in your, your Xbox controller to your PC. And right. Somebody else mentioned that probably, too. It'll probably recognize that. So if you want to try it on your Chrome browser, we probably will be able to, you know, mm-hmm. early on and see like then we'll really be able to see like the latency and and stuff like that and, and see how well these games play if there's any kind of input lag and and stuff like that to see and maybe that would help us know whether we want to further invest in buying the controller and you know the chromecast ultra and all that stuff so yeah yeah so no no hurry no hurry on that um that can wait it's a nice controller though it looks nice, but I'll stick with my Xbox One. Or oh, you know, I've got that the PlayStation controller, which is Bluetooth. So I can I can wait on getting any new Xbox controllers if I really have to. Right. Danny, do you feel the same way about the Ubisoft CEO who right now admits that they blew it with Breakpoint? I can't believe he would say that. Yeah, that's kind of a. I thought this was from the Onion, but apparently this is a true statement from. (laughs) This uh, is a PC gamer. And uh, yesterday says it was a big day for Ubisoft, and not at all a good one. They said the publisher announced delays to multiple big games, including Watchdog Legions, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and the upcoming title Gods and Monsters. Um, which collectively took a big toll on Ubisoft's bottom line for the fiscal year. Um, other contributing factor to UB's financial woes, and part of the reason for the delays, was a thundering failure of Ghost Recon Breaking Point, and to a lesser extent, Division 2. It says Ubisoft didn't provide numbers, but said it had made a sharp downward revision in the revenues expected from both games, which it blamed on a failure of different breakpoint, or which it failed to differentiate breakpoint from its predecessor, and overall lack of interest in sequels to live games and excess bugs for some games failure. So basically, they're just kind of saying, you know, like maybe. While, you know, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, you know, I feel like they're saying as they continue to update that game, a lot of people people 
feel they didn't need to get Breakpoint because they're still enjoying Wildlands and mm-hmm. that game was still being supported. I'm just wondering if they kind of shot themselves in the foot by releasing this game that's so similar to Wildlands when you could just keep playing Wildlands, you know, and going there. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I, just for the short amount of time that I played it on Uplay Plus, I thought, oh, okay, it's it's Wildlands. It's just a, just more of an urban, you know. There's just more buildings and it's daylight, you know. Uh, it's a different country. It's more, you know, it's more like a, like a tropical dun- uh, jungle type thing. But less trees and less hills. I don't know. It's it. it uh, yeah. Ouch, man. Um, I mean, I'm looking. I'm still looking forward to picking this up again. You know, either on UPlay, on the cheap, or on Steam, or on Xbox. Yeah, I would uh, say coming up this plus. holiday, I just got to buy Call of Duty first, and you know, it it feels like you know, like Wildlands too to me. I know some will argue, no, it doesn't. It's better, but. No, I'm you know I'm a big fan of these. Yeah, according games. according to the article here, it even says Ubisoft CEO made the point that while Breakpoint will naturally be compared to Ghost Recon Wildlands, it's not a fair comparison because Wildlands has had years to get its act together. That's a lesson that applies to live games across the board. Sequels to live games cannot be handled the same way they are started with, start to finish. And it says we continue to learn and adapt that realities of live operations and and what we have experienced is that it's more difficult to create interest for a sequel of a successful live multiplayer game when the past iteration has benefited from years of optimization and improvements. Uh, He also goes on to say, he says, with so many learnings and built-in competence from our teams, we wrongly believe that after a 30 to 36 month gap between releases, players would be ready to enjoy new adventures of our live games. In the end, it proved too short of a time frame. I don't know. I think we, I don't. Hmm. Maybe he's selling himself short here. I really think he is because maybe he's got to remember too that there's that possibility that people said, "Whoa, let's not." Let's. Other people are thinking. Okay, I want to get Call of Duty. You know, I'm mm-hmm. gonna hold off on getting this new game because I can still play Wildlands. Right? There's just so many other games to play. I don't. I don't think it's like a problem with, with this game. Um, but, you know, again, I'm just a. Yeah, I don't. I think Breakpoint's a, it's a solid game, man. But um. And uh, the other thing, too, is games get delayed, Goulamont, right? That happens. We don't like it as gamers, but, jeez. Yeah, Rainbow so let's say they're pushing back all their, all their major releases here. Yeah. Rainbow Six Quarantine, I mean, gosh, look at Rainbow Six, man. That game continues to sell. I, I see it down to, like, 6 $7 now on Steam and on the Uplay store. But yeah. uh, that is a solid, and it's a very popular game. It's successful. They continue to update it. So I, I got to continue to make money off their microtransactions. Also, you know, cause you're selling they're they're selling new operators. You know, like every so once in a while, so people are buying the new operators and, and the hey, expansions for it. Continually. Absolutely, they're you know they're smart in the way they do things. Where 
you're getting, you know, like I said, you're getting those operators. They're, I think they're at a reasonable price. And the other thing, too, is the things that are totally optional, like like a lot of the uh, the skins that you can get and the charms that you can buy. And sometimes you earn charms. So I think it's, I don't think they're predatory in any way possible. I could be, you know, maybe some people disagree with me, but, you know, you can buy just all these different things for your for your operators. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, nice because so. it's, you know, I, well, I guess I... The only thing you can complain about is if somebody has all the operators and you wouldn't have that advantage. But I'm pretty sure, like, I don't play Ghost Recon, but you can earn them all in-game if you don't want to pay for them. I think it just takes time, possibly. I think uh, Jesus' brother played it enough to actually... Or didn't Jesus? I think it just took him a while to actually get enough... What were they called? Rec points or something like that to actually buy the next set of operators. So, yeah, if you actually love this game enough and you play it long enough you can you can get enough money to buy the next set of operators so it's more, yeah. of a, more look at it as more of a shortcut so yeah and oh, I, who's gonna who's gonna maybe join us here pretty soon we might have, have a, a waterline break or what man we're halfway through the news here Oh shit! Sorry, dudes. Oh man, I know I had to. So remember, I told you my washer broke, and my brother showed up with a new one. So we had to unload it, move the dryer, move the washer, move the new one back in, connect it up, and hook up the new dryer with. The, you know how stupid those fucking vents are on those dryers, those stupid hoses. <laughs> man, oh, it's such a model, bitch, dude. House <laughs> models. House model remodel simulator. I played that game. Oh before. my god! I missed all the Call of Duty talk. I missed all the talk. God damn. Yes, we're we're the news. We know what we, Gunny and I have figured out what was going on. You have like a mirror in the corner of your room over there, oh, and we can see your reflection. You're hiding over by your TV <laughs> playing Call of Duty this whole this time. Whole time. Like, <laughs> I'm play it. He just couldn't get away. He's like, yeah. I gotta get my Call of Duty fix in. I gotta uh, beat the mayo. Can't let the mayo outrank me. <laughs> <laughs> No, so yeah, man. Call of Duty is fun times, people. But we're on the news now. Where, where are we at on the news here, boys? Uh, we were talking about Ubisoft and Google Lamont, the CEO, crapping on his own game. Why? Breakpoint. I don't know. What is he saying, Mail? That he's he thinks it same. wasn't a large enough gap between the two games. Yeah, what? he's saying basically their sales have been kind of down right now between Division Two and this new Ghost Recon, and he's kind of wondering if it's because. We're comparing them to the old versions of games that they're sequels to, well, and them gears, he's not wrong. years of updates. He's not wrong. Think about how many people have said that Ghost Recon Breakpoint has taken a lot from the Division too, especially with the gear score and and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? So if you consider the gear score, how like a hat counts towards your le- your level of your gear, your T-shirt will count towards the level of your gear. I mean, that wasn't in Wildlands at all. You know, Wildlands was all about the guns, the shooting, the co-op. And, and this one, is, it seems like they've kind of switched that. It's still about that, but they really have added this new layer of complexity to it with this gear score stuff, which we've never seen it before in Ghost Recon until uh, But isn't now, that good? And we saw isn't it with the Division. We, we want to prolong the game, though, right? I, I, I think we do, me. Gunny, but I think every game doesn't need to be a game with gear score. Like, I, I don't want Call of Duty to be a gear score game. I don't want... Grand Theft Auto to be a gear score game. I don't want Red Dead to be a gear score game. I want those to be mm-hmm. experiences that I enjoy. That are linear experiences. Like imagine if Red Dead was a gear score game. Like oh, this cowboy hat gives you plus two stamina and 
and it, and it kind of does that already <laughs> to an extent. You know, for example, if you smoke the cigarettes in the game, it lowers your health, but it gives you that the dead eye. It, it fills up your dead eye meter. It makes it bigger and it makes it longer. It makes it so you can use dead eye for a much longer time. Um, but the cigarettes will lower your health overall. It starts killing you. <laughs> so, uh, but they have stuff like that, or they have stuff where a saddle will make a horse run faster or like deplete the stamina. But I mean, that's kind of normal stuff we've kind of seen in RPGs before. But what I don't like is gear score. Think of like the next Elder Scrolls game has gear score, Gunny. You know what I mean? Or stuff yeah, like that. I mean, I gear score. Point, they but... kind of they kind of already do. But I I don't want. <sighs> I just don't like things being attached to numbers, in my opinion. It all makes everything too confusing, and it makes it overcomplicated, and yeah. it's kind of annoying, to be honest. Like I said, in the in the two hours that I played the game, or hour and a half, I probably played two hours of it total. But that was super confused because I'm like, what what is all what are all those numbers? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, either way, I was picking it up, going, well, this gun shoots better. I'm going to mm. use it, or I like this set of armor. I'm going to yeah. take it. I mean, like, but I always thought. So attached. Like, you would find a gun and start to like it, and you're immediately trading it off because another, you know, higher rated gun you found, you know? Like, oh, yeah. look at this. And that happens in Borderlands a lot, is, dude. Well, yeah. Yeah. But Borderlands is horrible for that. We're like, all right, what I, I love this guys? gun. I love this gun. And then all of a sudden, it's like, fuck, this gun is level 20 and I'm 30 now. Like, God, I can't use this no more. See, Fucking that's annoying. where. See, that's where I'm a sucker, and that's why I like games like that, where, like, in a Borderlands game or, you know, in in, in a Wildland or in this Breakpoint. So, because I see it as, oh, I want to just always chase that Karen and just get the next, what's the next best thing? I, I like to stick to the gun that I have. Like, right now on Call of Duty, the main gun that I've been using the whole time, it was mostly because I figured out that I had a pre-order bonus, was the MX-4, the, the M4, but that MX-4 edition or whatever, or the XRT edition. It's like if you pre-ordered the game, you got this gun for pre-ordering it. And I figured out how to unlock it as soon as you reach level 4, how to equip it. So I'm running around with the gun that's fully kitted out. It has a suppressor, it has a hybrid scope, it has a stock, it has a like a, like a kind of special trigger on it, it has a, a, a stock light. on it, it has a laser on it and shit. It looks badass. It's like pretty much like leveled up higher than than level one like the m4 that i would have otherwise standard you know what i mean so i have all these attachments on it and it makes it so much better like like and, and that's the gun i like man so i don't know i like to stick to the guns that i like and the m4 is the gun that i like in that game and even brink was telling me he's like dude he's like m4 is the best gun in this game he's like it, it, it's good at long range and it's good at short range like you don't have to mm -hmm. worry about either you can always engage people because <laughs> you can shoot them from, a, from from the whole map. You can shoot across the whole map and kill somebody or somebody can run right in front of you. You can just shoot them real quick and kill them. It makes no difference. The gun is badass, but he thinks they're going to nerf it. I don't think they will. He thinks they will. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, don't man. Do it. Speaking of like the CEO situation with the Division 2 and the Ghost Recon Breakpoint, he may not be wrong. But at the same time, I feel like those are two different types of games almost, whereas... Right, you're Ghost, fighting a lot of NPCs. Ghost yeah. Recon is more about being in the jungle, and the Division 2 is if you like an urban environment. And for me, that's why I think the Division has always been a better game. Uh, I enjoy the urban environments more than I do, like, the forest or the desert. It's just... I don't give a fuck if that tree looks nice, but I give a fuck if this street looks nice. This street looks like Washington, D.C. Fuck yeah, I give a fuck about that, but I don't care if... 
your forest looks nice or your fucking stupid desert or whatever the fuck. Oh, look at this. Look at these trees. The leaves move when you walk by them. Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> Make <laughs> Washington, D.C. look great again. And I love that shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's all about the graphics, man. No, or maybe it's not. It's about the shooting. Hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I said, it could also be that Ghost Recon Breakpoint launched so late in the year compared to where the division launched in a spot where there wasn't anything to compete with it, really. Like, there wasn't another shooter that I can well, remember around the division. And the other thing I brought up, too, while you were gone was, was it was it maybe too close to Call of Duty's That's launch? what I'm thinking, yeah. Call of Duty's coming yeah. out at this point. Like, everyone knew Call of Duty was coming out. Everyone was hyped for Call of Duty. And, and quite honest, dude, like, the hype for Call of Duty overshadowed almost every single game. Like, about the only game that I can see that has as much hype as Call of Duty may be Death Stranding. But even Call of Duty, I think, beats the hype on that one, even. Uh, I think the main reason people are going to be buying that is because they want to experience that, that exclusive Sony game, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and even, like, and then, like the PC Red Dead Redemption 2 launch, like, I, I feel like the Call of Duty hype overshadowed that, even. Like, I feel Call of Duty is just overshadowing everyone right now, and it's back on top. Kind of like it's always been. <laughs> yeah, but, and, then I'm, I mean. and then I'm curious also, like, what the percentages of gamers that, that let's say, that are multi-platform, you know, like, hey, I own a PS4 and a PC, or I own an Xbox and a PC. Like, where did they buy it? Like, you know, from, did, from did what Xbox I've seen the most, sales? what I've seen the most people is buy it on the platform that they prefer to play on. So a lot of people bought it on Xbox that I know. Some people bought it on PS4, like Nipron, and then some other people bought it on PC. For the most part, I think PC is your best bet. If you have all three... PC is definitely your best bet because you get the benefit of being able to play with the controller and with the mouse and keyboard if you decide to do that. You know, you can always switch in between the two. And I don't think... Well, you technically can on the PS4 because the PS4 does allow keyboard and mouse, but it's going to okay, put I you against Xbox PC does people. Too. But think about it this way. If you're playing on a keyboard and mouse on the PS4, they're going to pretty much start pairing you up a lot more with PC people like myself and... and Brink of Eternity and Mayo. And the thing is, you have a PS4, and yes, you may have a mouse and keyboard input, which is going to increase your your aiming significantly, but Mayo is going to have the frame rates over you. True. And Mayo yes. is always going to have higher frame rates than you on a PS4. because For the most part, I think PS4 and Xbox One are locked to 60 frames a second. So... Like, even, even today, I was talking to Brink and everybody. We were playing a match earlier, and I went, like, 17 and 9 or 20, 27 and 9 or some shit like that. And uh, <laughs> playing a match, like, I told Brink, and then I was like, I-, I feel like even though I'm on a controller on a PC and I'm playing against people on a controller on the Xbox and the PS4, I feel like I'm still at an advantage because I'm getting 90 to 100 frames a second. You're getting 60. True. This is going to give yeah. you a, a clear. So when you're you're panning your gun around and you're looking around, it's just going to the background is going to move so much clearer. Yeah, yeah, that makes a huge difference. It does at sixty, and that's where you're going to see the differences. Is it may you know get a little fuzzy when you're on console when you're moving that camera around, and it's I think it's really hard to see people sometimes. It like is. You, they really blend in well and they do a good job of making it seem really realistic and people can really hide and blend into the environment really well. And it, you may not catch somebody as fast if the screen's a little blurry and you're moving mm-hmm. your camera from side to side yeah. as to where on PC you might be able to see it a little 
little more clear. And, and every second, every millisecond counts. And again, like that, yeah, and it might that. be, and it might be just a millisecond that you you would see it faster on the PC. Yeah. But like you said, it could could count. So, like I said, if I was, if I was somebody that had a PC and a console, and I was debating where to buy this, I would probably go PC, unless your PC is like really fucking old or something. But even then, I would, I would even consider it. You know what I mean? Like. I wouldn't even consider it then, because you can play at 1080p and whatever. It should be fine. It almost sounds like you're talking directly to Gunny over there, who's waiting to buy, who has all three. Yeah, Gunny, buy on PC, Gunny. Well, I mean, what's the point of buying it on Xbox? Tell me why. Uh, I I I game share. Okay, well then, and we game share AAA titles. That. Okay, that makes a little more sense. But does this person you're game sharing with, will they like Call of Duty? Maybe. Okay, well then. If it's a no, then I would suggest getting it on PC. But if it's a maybe, well, then that's maybe where I, that's, see, that's where I bought Division 2 on PC day one. Hmm. <clears throat> on the Uplay. Because that person wasn't interested, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. spend that money there, if right? They, if they don't want to spend, if they don't, they're not going to spend any time playing the game, or if they're just going to try it once. Right. And never ever touch it again, then I would probably suggest just go on PC and be like, fuck but hey, you, you know, game you sharing figure, person. If it was a multiplayer only game like Call of Duty, if it was, <clears throat> then, then absolutely, yeah, I would I would buy it on PC. Oh, but you it mean does like have a Call of Duty uh, last year? You mean like you had no campaign? Correct, yeah. Yeah, see, the campaign is really good this year, man. Like, it's probably the best campaign Call of Duty has ever done, in my opinion. And. Like I said, they've done a lot of changes to it where it feels so much better than it ever has, and this person may want to experience that. Maybe tell them to Absolutely. rent it. Tell them to go to Redbox or something. There you go. Right. That's what I'll do. Fuck you. Go to Redbox <laughs> and rent the game, motherfucker. <laughs> you want to play the campaign? Go rent it. <laughs> Send them the $3 to rent the game for three days or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, Gunny. Send them the $5 so you can rent the game for two days or something and play it. Um, but yeah, the CEO, he may be right, he may be wrong, like like we said, it may be that the hype of Call of Duty is just overshadowing everything, because um, yeah, it is what it is. Moving on to more news, let's move on to some more news. Gunny's best friend, Mikey Barra, has now left Microsoft Mayo, and he, hmm. remember we, we, you said he's going to go to Stadia, that was a good guess, that could have been, <laughs> could have been true, but instead... Yeah. Mikey Barrow, the former executive at Xbox, um, after announcing his retirement from Microsoft after 20 years, well, not his retirement, but his departure, he has now came out on Twitter and said he is going on working at uh, Blizzard. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is now, so he used to be the corporate, corporate vice president of Microsoft's gaming division across Xbox and PC. And now he has a new role over at Blizzard. I believe he became the CEO of gaming, global gaming at fucking Blizzard. Let me check real quick his fucking Twitter. Oh, he is now executive vice president and general manager starting November 4th. So, yeah. There you go. Executive Vice President and General Manager. How much do you think of a pay raise that is from... <laughs> I don't know. From, from Microsoft the, to... From Microsoft to Blizzard. It could be bigger, though. I mean, it could be that they think like he's worth the money to 
Right. I don't know. He really likes Blizzard, though. He's always been a WoW player, huge WoW player. He's a streamer on Mixer, and he does on Twitch as well. And um, he's always been a big PC gamer, like a huge PC gamer. He's always played PUBG and all those games. And, uh, yeah, he's a big PUBG player and a big WoW player, and he really loves Blizzard. And I feel like it's a good move for them. Despite all the bullshit going on around Blizzard right now, uh, I feel like <laughs> this is a good bit. decision. Yeah, like this is a good decision for them. It looks good for them, because because he's not carrying. He's carrying all the goodwill that he made over at Xbox. You know what I mean? Like like all the people that know him from Xbox, the fans of Xbox, they know his name. He's a recognizable name. Um, so yeah, it's it's I feel like it's a good move for them. Um, but we'll see. He said he's he is going to be at BlizzCon. I just hope they don't yeah. tie his hands too much, like Activision, because Activision owns, Blizzard. you know, Blizzard. So I hope they don't tie his hands too much with, like, you know, like creative freedom or how he wants to work things, you know, because they still have to answer to Activision. Yeah. So like, I hope they don't limit his ability and make it miserable for him, you know, because you, you hear things like that too, where somebody goes to work for a different company. And, and all of a they sudden, can't, they can't do anything that they wanted to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. and we you know, we hear that about Kojima about his game. You know, like when he left Konami, you know, he was excited to do the things he wanted to do, which brings us Death Stranding. Yeah. You know, but, so yeah, it'd we'll, be, we'll be see interesting. What happens. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this, Gunny? Mikey Barra joining Blizzard as the executive vice president and general manager. Uh, yeah, perfect timing, right? <laughs> to join up. Yeah, I feel like he's probably like. Probably don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure he's been watching the news for like the last month. Like, what the fuck? God damn it! I planned this whole move. <laughs> this shit is happening right now. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? I really don't want to deal with this crap. I'm yeah. sure that he, because I know when he announced when he was leaving, so he knew. You know, so who knows how like how much time prior? Oh, they've known this. This dude, they probably and, he's been in talks with them for months. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, but it was another thing where I saw it on Twitter and I went, "All right, who posted this?" I'm like, "This can't be Mikey Barr." <laughs> like, sure enough, no, he. It was him. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, we'll see, see what happens with all that. I mean, team. yeah, good luck. We'll, we'll see. Good luck to Mikey Ball. Mike's a good guy, so he's yeah. and you know and you know he's not afraid to say certain things, you know, especially oh, when no, he feels yeah. passionate yeah, about yeah, it. Definitely not. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Yeah. You know, hopefully he can, uh, you know, continue on with you know Blizzard making some good games and and push him in a direction of releasing some good stuff because it has been a minute since they released anything real new. You know, like what do we have? Like Overwatch was probably their last big release. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess of, WoW Classic. Yeah, WoW Classic was a big one, but that was, you know, just kind of yeah, a rehash. And they didn't right. even want to do that at first. You know, people people were asking for it. Remember, they were telling us, like, you guys really don't want it, you know? And then yeah. the community was like, yes, we do. And then they, they released it. But <laughs> even that seems to be dying off. You don't hear as much it, about right. it. Right. Yeah. It, it lasted about, what, three weeks? Well, and then I bet the hardcores are still at it. Like, the hardcores. Oh, absolutely. Hardcores, yeah. Know? I mean, they're still playing it, but... 
But your casuals probably yeah, dropped they all off. just like went to check it out when it was all hyped, and then they're like, fuck it. Like, they all streamed it the first couple yeah. weeks. I don't want to play this shit no more. I'm going to Call of Duty <laughs> yeah. now. I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Let's move on here to some more news from Google Stadia. Google says that you might have to wait to play Stadia even if you pre-order. We kind of hit uh, on this a little bit while you were going. We kind of just kind of went into that that one, but um, what do you, yeah? Do you want though? We were kind of we were kind of I wanted to say we were kind of light on it. We uh, didn't. Well, yeah, it says here that necessarily like uh, so you're gonna have your Google Stadia by November nineteenth, so you're gonna have it on that day. But they say that at nine a.m. Pacific time on November nineteenth, when Stadia becomes live. Uh, it's just may, the people that ordered first. Yeah. Like, even if you did pre-order, but it was whoever was in that queue. So my yeah. take on it is, is basically they're going to start shipping out shipments of your pre-orders, your controller and your, your Chromecast Ultimate, and you basically won't have access until you get that kind of stuff. No, this makes me want to. Wait. This makes me want to cancel my pre-order. To be honest, should I cancel my pre-order, guys? I, what I, what I suggested to Gunny is is why, why don't you wait <laughs> and cancel, right? And then just check it out on your PC when it comes out because we can sign up and play it pretty soon. So I ordered and, mine on August nineteenth, and we'll see how how well it is. You know, like. Because we will test it on the PC without investing any money into it. Because you can use your mouse and keyboard, you can use your Xbox controller. You know, you can use all that stuff, and we'll see if the you know the the lag is bad or the input latency latency is really bad. And we just know from there because we don't know. Yeah, I'm canceling it. Uh, as far as <laughs> me canceling it, though, I got a message to this week by our friend Evan Tanaka, and. Uh, <laughs> He randomly messaged me on Facebook. He's like, Jesus, I'm pre-ordering Stadia. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Jesus. I'm doing it right now. I'm pre-ordering Stadia. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are you pre-ordering? He's like, I'm messaging you for emotional support. I'm like, okay. Okay. Okay, buddy. You go ahead and do that. And he's like, look, Jesus. He's like, I wasn't going to pre-order. But then you kept talking about it. And then you canceled your pre-order. So... If you canceled it, it must mean he it's good. He picked up the torch. That's what he did. <laughs> He's like, it must mean it's good. If you cancel stuff, it usually means it's good. So <laughs> I, I guess that's what he. That's his logic. If I, if I cancel something or if I just don't pre-order something, <laughs> or, or don't play it, it must mean it's good. So, uh, <laughs> Evan Tanaka is now a proud owner of Google Stadia. Well, I just canceled mine right now. So fuck it. Uh, so Evan, we're gonna have to have you on the show. Um, yeah, Evan, on the nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> that week or whatever. I, I, I just, the only reason I want to cancel it, or the only reason I did cancel it, people, is because I want to have Red Dead on PC, so I'm not going to be playing on Stadia. I want to have, I don't give a fuck about Destiny. If I really give a fuck about Destiny, and if I really, really wanted to play it, I either would have already paid for the DLC already and got it early and played it before Call of Duty and everything, but I want to be waiting for Stadia for it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, if they would have bundled some kind of game, like Death Stranding <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? Like like a game that's unique to only Stadia, that's a big game, and they would have been hyping it up for the last year, that would have sold me. 
Oh, yeah, that's, there, I just said that, There's too. a problem. Yeah. They don't have, like, a like the hype behind it that they should have, where, like, if I was them, I would have tried to secure a game by some studio, any studio, like, even, like, a little, like, a smaller studio. It doesn't have to be a huge studio, but say, like, a studio that could make a, a smaller game that could almost be AAA, could be on the verge of AAA almost, but maybe it's not AAA, but you can kind of pass it off as one. And, and build the hype around this game, you know what I mean? An RPG or something, you know, and release it. But I guess it could be that they're trying to build confidence in people. They know how Destiny 2 feels already. And right. they're saying, like, look, we, got, we you guys know what Destiny 2 feels like. There's no lag there. We could do that, too, but on streaming. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're trying to build the confidence, in, you know, by releasing it with state, with the Destiny 2 on Stadia. I just, I don't know. But, but for me, like, that game doesn't doesn't yeah doesn't tickle me or anything like that game doesn't do nothing for me man like i just don't give a fuck about destiny i really don't do you think yeah. they missed an opportunity where they could have bumped it up by a month and then launched it with call of duty no like, a, a call of duty would have still just oh i mean you mean like launch stadia with, with call, call of duty? duty yeah be like look you can get call of oh, duty oh yeah that would have been a fucking i don't think Blizzard would have let them do that but i just don't know if called oh activision money talks you could pay right activision would would have been like "Uh, i don't think so guys (laughs) but but money talks i I think they would have allowed them had stadia offered them a big check like here's a big check just put your game on our shit but but even google's like at this point they're like look why should we go out and buy a studio for 40 million dollars you know i mean it just it just just throw all this money in a hole did you guys already talk about their studios (laughs) Yes. Missed everything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going too fast with the show. It's only an hour and 47 minutes, hey, guys. We had like two games. God, games it's only an hour late. What the fuck? Guys, we're I supposed know. to we're extend this to 10 hours of podcast. Failing we, today. We now know the real reason why this show is four hours long. Jesus is here and fucking talking yeah. his head off. <laughs> Um, hey, we were going right through the news yeah, and you, you show up, we've done two articles no. in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and, and we were, we're going back to the old news already. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, but yeah, I like the fact that they're opening up studios. It shows that they're actually kind of maybe like really investing in this. You know what I mean? It ain't going to be like a, like a fucking Google thing. <laughs> it just flops. Google is known for that, dude. They kill so many things. So it's ridiculous. Hey, one thing we never brought up, and I always I always remember it. Do you remember Google Glass? Yeah. Google Glasses? Yeah, glasses, yeah. <laughs> I just, I think back because it was funny watching, uh, remember watching news articles or, or actual television on the news where people, you know, and this was, Google's very strong in, you know, in San Francisco and just south of there where it's based out of Mountain View and stuff. And like people were, you know, they'd go to these like and everybody was talking about it. Oh, yeah. Google Glasses is the best thing ever created. You know, when people would go out to nightclubs and bars and stuff like that and go, I'm recording you and then just get punched in the face. (laughs) And that was the end of Google Glasses. Uh, (laughs) They were like, it's too dangerous to wear these things. Um. Let's see if I can buy some right now. You can buy some right now, Gunny. So go to eBay. Oh, do they still have it? Are you? Oh, probably on eBay. Huh? On eBay, <laughs> you can buy some on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Google Glasses version eBay. three, uh, six hundred dollars with extras, Gunny. With extras. Whoa. You want to run HD the... camera? 
You want to run around looking like a douchebag with wearing some of these? I know. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it was even going to be a thing. Even back then, I was like, oh, God. no, there's no way. This it reminds me of off. those, uh, what's that thing in, in Dragon Ball Z? That, that fucking power meter record, like fucking thing that could see people's power levels and shit. Oh, yeah. The, yes. <laughs> you know, the shit they use in Dragon Ball Z, the fucking little visor thing. It looks like that. That's what it always reminded yes. me of that shit. I'm like, I know. I always looked at that looks like. my head and I thought, I, I, I knew, like, I knew right when that thing came, I was like, people are going to get punched in the face for having cameras in people's, you know, faces. Like, are those glue glasses? Bam. It reminds me when I was a little kid. I remember having these, like, spy glasses as a kid. Maybe Gunny would remember <laughs> these. Glasses. And it was kind of, like, stuck out on the side a little more. And they had a reflective oh. edge to them so you could see behind you. So you could, like, oh, walk yes. to the edge of your, your sunglasses and <laughs> right. you could see behind you. So you were like, is this guy following me? Or yes. I can really watch TV without even looking at it. You know, today. How cool am I? It. So oh, cool. <laughs> I remember those. Maybe, yeah. maybe we would watch TV facing the opposite direction. That's right. <laughs> That's cool I am. I can stare at the wall and know what's going on. <laughs> why is the kid? Why is that kid standing by the wall? His parents are like, just leave him alone. Guys. Maybe, <laughs> He's fucking. Just like talking that. about that. Maybe. Maybe uh, just to throw a little dig out there, maybe maybe next time we do a GFNG versus HGP challenge, that we'll have like Brink or you have to wear these glasses staring at the wall. <laughs> backwards. Handicap. Give him a five minute head start, and we're wearing those glasses at the same time. <laughs> there we go, pen point. Alan, you get the first five kills for you. <laughs> first five kills. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Anyways, move on to some more news. Shroud, our favorite streamer now, <laughs> he has moved over to Mixer. That's Ooh. right. Yeah, one of Twitch's biggest superstar, Michael Shroud Grzyk. Oh, how do you say his last name? That's a weird last name. Grzyk. Grzyk. I think he's Polish, if I remember yeah. right. Yep, one of Twitch's biggest superstars is now a mixer man. Bow, 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 bow. That's right. Twenty-five thousand followers. Mm, yeah. Who he, does Twitch have left? He you guys had. He had six point five million followers on Twitch, wow. and you're saying he only has twenty-five thousand on Mixer right now? No, I mean so far. And oh, that was so the far. First day. Okay. Let's head on over to Mixer to see if we could find our friend Shroud here. Looking for I did him go there. follow him for support. Yeah, I'm a subscriber to him, so I got that free subscription. Oh, oh here, I'm going to follow and him. And I can okay. earn points on my Microsoft account. Uh, I just hit the follow. He's up to 476,977. Yeah, how much is Microsoft paying these people? Mm. I wonder how that compares to Ninja's release. I don't think Ninja had as good of a migrating over i think his numbers went down quite a bit well, early let on you, let me tell you ninja's numbers right now ninja sitting at two million five hundred eighteen thousand five hundred ninety one subscribers mm. or followers oh, so not subscribers good. for followers i guess it still says that i'm subscribed to him does it say that on your guys's end um i know as i get notifications when he goes live on my, on I, don't my mixer. How to, I don't know how to i don't know or not Okay, how? Okay, so subscription is supposed to, they're supposed to cost like I think it's seven ninety nine on Mixer because I, I I know this because they always send me emails and shit. So 
They're like six ninety nine or some shit. They're, they cost money unless though, for you, a subscription. Unless you're auto renewing, is that what you're doing? You think? I don't know. I don't. Because I didn't I do auto renew. I I don't know. Maybe I'm auto renew. I've been paying him. <laughs> You've been paying him for the last three or four months. Okay, look, now. look, look. It says subscription ninja active subscription. It says started three months ago. Resub date ten one twenty nineteen. Expires in fifteen days. One month subscription. Won't auto renew. Oh, you know what? Also, what maybe fuck? it's like you have notice that. Remember, you know how Twitch also does this thing where, uh, for example, if one of the people in the chat or even a mod oh they gift you subscriptions you, yeah, yeah they gift it to you and I what guess. happens is which is a kind of a cool thing in my opinion is it, just stacks it like auto does it for you so yeah. it's not like you have to do anything on your part well, who the fuck is gifting subscriptions on this channel I guess some dude I guess could be after doing that he's got mods and other people on there and yeah. uh, what are they called they're not called mods but there's something else that are there to help grow the channel um, but uh, yeah they can also gift people subscriptions yeah. automatically so you're automatically gifted i wonder how so like you know we see these big names coming over from from twitch to mixer we see these names ninja and shroud and shit how does people how do people that that were with mixer from the beginning like arcona and, and these guys um that's the only one I really know. <laughs> but how do they feel about like being on Mixer this whole time since it launched, since it was being yeah. right? And they were there from the beginning. And then just look at Arconaut's followers. Is it more? Arconaut has been here from the beginning, and Arconaut only has, well, compared to Ninja, has two hundred and twenty-six thousand four hundred and two subscribers or followers. Mm. I mean, and. Even, I, I would say, even Shroud already passed him, doubled his numbers. So, right. how does somebody like this that's been grinding and doing the streaming and, and being kind of like the main face of Mixer for a long time, he was like the main streamer on Mixer, was Arconaut. I wonder how they feel that all of a sudden, like, these motherfuckers come in like, Hey, what's up, motherfucker? It's like, you, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like you being the biggest indie band at, like, some fucking concert. And, right. all, and all of a sudden, like, some major rock band shows up on stage, like, fuck you, get off stage. We're it's playing like now, bitch. Woo! Can you come into my office, please? Come on in. <laughs> yeah, the We've manager. Guy coming in. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the stage director. <laughs> the, the stage director is like, uh, Arconaut, yeah. I need to speak to you. Uh, yeah, about that performance tomorrow? Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah, fuck off. Do you mind, do you mind just giving a shout out to the new guy? Right? Who's the new guy? Uh, Mitch Shroud. What the? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we know. About that uh, spotlight we were going to give you on uh, our, our channel. How about uh, we give it to Ninja? <laughs> You've been moved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I wonder how these guys feel about that. Because it's kind of shitty, but I, I get it. It has to happen eventually. You know, it's going to happen no matter what. If you become so big or you're, you're, whatever you're doing becomes so big that it could always happen. I just, I wonder how they feel about it. You know, but, you know. I guess they've been given time too to try to grow their channel when they were the only ones there. And if this as far as their channel is going to grow, then you can't really fault Mixer for bringing somebody over who's instantly going to give them more recognition. You know. I guess. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's true. It's true. Is you know, so he's been on there for a while and he's he's reached these numbers, and if he's not necessarily growing, yeah, or anything like that, then maybe he's 
kind of peaked his amount of viewers he's going to have. And so they just, Microsoft was like, you know what? How do we get our name out there? We bring Ninja and Shroud over. You know, that'll, yeah. that'll get us out there. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know, because I remember I would watch this dude back in the day. Like, when I started streaming on, on Mixer, I would watch this guy because he was the main guy. He he was the guy that was on every Friday, every Saturday night, every Sunday night. And he was on for fucking six, seven, eight hours in the night. And and I would watch him. And, and he kind of is a goofy dude, you know, fucking wears outfits and shit and does weird shit on stream. And he's kind of funny, but uh, it's just kind of, I feel like it's kind of fucked up. All of a sudden, these two fucking guys come over like, oh, fuck you, everyone, come watch us. Woo! You know, these fucking superstars come over and they just take all the fucking hype away from these dudes. Uh, They probably probably still have the loyal viewers and shit, though. I wouldn't doubt it. But then also couldn't, maybe they could also be looking at it, too, like where, like, hey, they've brought more people over to this platform that are going to possibly come across to my channel. Oh, yeah. potentially grow my channel oh yeah mixer i feel like it's grown in subscription that's why i think mixer has been doing like that uh like all these verification things or like you have to wait 24 hours to use a video cam on your stream you have to verify you watch the video or whatever i, I think that's why because they probably saw a lot of people coming over with ninja like holy shit we need to moderate this somehow you know Not a yes. lot of these fucking new people coming in and streaming over here and even like uh there's been some people that have been on the podcast before like flower kid nana she switched from Twitch to Mixer, and mm-hmm. she's, she's actually she's seen a lot of growth on Mixer, and, and she's been getting a lot of support over here, and that she likes that it feels like it's a it's a better community overall than Twitch in, in terms of how the people act on the chat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? She says back on Twitch, people would always ask inappropriate questions or or make comments about her her body, etc. And she says on, on Mixer, it still kind of happens, but not nearly as much. And that's interesting, you know, because it's, it's like, wow. Like, and I've noticed the same thing. Like, Mixer is not a toxic place, man. From what I've experienced, there's been, like, one person that I've had to ban from my chat. Literally, one person. And he was talking shit when I wasn't even watching the, the chat because I was in VR. So, I couldn't right. see it. <laughs> so, I banned him afterwards. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, I, I think that you know, you, you're going to see a lot of growth in Mixer, especially Ninja, Shroud. Those are huge names, and I don't think this is the last of it. I don't think so. I, I think we're going to see a couple more big names. Uh, who was it, Dr. Who's uh, Disrespect? What is his? <laughs> I always want to say Dr. Disrespect, but uh, yeah. what is his gamer? T- anyway, so his Twitch channel... Hey, and he's even said several times on Twitter that he says, he says, yeah, they throw money my way. I'm coming over. Yeah, then <laughs> you know, like, but the thing is, he's throwing numbers out. And I think Microsoft is like, fuck you. We'll make our own. Yeah, yeah. he's being funny. He's it, being silly. He's up there like, if Microsoft normal. gives me $1 million, I'll go over right now yeah. and stream on Mixer. It's, like, it's hilarious. Really, dude? Catch really? <laughs> Microsoft's probably like, fuck you. We're not going to give you a million dollars, motherfucker. How about a half a million? <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, speaking of mixer news, I got mixer news on my own. <gasps> dun dun dun! Jesus can now accept embers on mixer. Woo! Yay! Open monetization is kind of live, and I kind of got accepted into it. So, yeah, you can spend embers on me, guys. Spend your fucking embers. Yeah. 
I need to get rid of them. Fuck yeah, go give give me all your embers, Gunny. Just dump them I in. I totally missed your stream today. I was out. I was streaming for I was a long time. On the time. front lines today, dude. My first match today, I was playing with May or somebody else, and I went seventeen and zero. Yeah, yeah, I was with you for that game. First match of the day, wow. I was like, "Woo, buddy!" I felt fucking good, and then and then I went like on a losing streak. After Brink, every time Brink shows up, we do this thing where like either he's playing and he's doing really good, and I show up and we start losing, or I'm playing doing really good and he shows up and we start losing. Is that what happens? Because I was playing yeah. really good this morning, and you guys showed up and then went in the toilet. I got like at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's of like the board. all of a sudden it's like <laughs> you start losing. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah. okay. <laughs> but uh, and when you guys joined, I just kind of lost focus. I was starting to kind of chat with you guys a yeah. little more. And yeah, just that's what I think it is. I start I start chatting more with Brink, and I feel like it's just I lose my focus. Um, but overall, I I tend to hover above on the top of the leaderboard. Not to brag or anything, but uh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Snyder and uh, Penpoint Red have their work cut out for them. They're going to challenge me. <laughs> some, some, First, some 10 kills free. That's all I'm, I'm gonna saying. Have, I'm going to have Jesus 1v1 me for a little oh, while. And oh, give me some practice. shit. Uh, oh, my. That way I can get good as Jesus and then we can, uh, you know, be up in the leaderboard with him. I think I've converted Brink over to realism mode. Uh, playing yeah. today, we were I playing. Like we were playing domination on regular mode, and we were playing core team deathmatch. And he was like, "Dude, he's like, I'm like shooting people, and they're not dying." He's like, "I want to go back to realism mode." I'm like, "Yes, he's converted." <laughs> <laughs> I did better in the realism mode, and we were playing it that first night. But then I spent all day today playing core, the regular mode with yeah. the map and the hood and all that. That's and I started so getting a good annoying. feel. Yeah, and it yeah. also helped a lot too once I got my yeah my feet wet adjusting my mouse sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Playing around with that, getting that changed, it made it a big difference. Because before, like the way it was set up originally, even like on a higher DPI on my mouse, it just didn't seem like when you're aiming down sights, it did not seem like the your mouse movement down sights was very fast. So, like if I'm aiming down my scope on my gun and I see a guy to the left, by the time I could turn and react with my mouse, it was almost too late. And so I sped up the the mouse sensitivity, and it just seemed to help a lot. So I got it kind of to that point where I like it now, where it's more comfortable. Hmm. But yeah. Anyways, moving on now. So that was the big shroud and Jesus news for Mixer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on now to you. more news. Uh, other piece of news that I got here, ladies and gentlemen, Fallout seventy six news. So, as we all know, Fallout 76 has recently announced a new subscription service. <laughs> Bethesda, oh. Bethesda announced a new subscription service for Fallout 76, Gunny. And it's called Fallout First. Uh, Fallout First is like a new DLC uh, thing or whatever. It's like, a, it's like a monthly subscription, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a monthly subscription. Let me, let me look it up real quick, see how much this thing costs. I think, it, I think it's $12. I yeah, I think he's correct. Just straight 12 Yeah, so, uh, so I'm on their website. I'm on Bethesda's website, and it says here, ever since Fallout 76 launch, we have consistently worked to improve and evolve the experience based on your feedback. This is why we're excited to launch Fallout first, a premium 
subscription membership that offers something players have been asking for since launch. Private worlds. Wow, so if you want to play a private bait like a private room, you got to be part of this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and, and, well, Gunny, it also includes a host of exclusive items and membership bonuses. Well, St. Nicholas can just go uh, overhead and write, so sign me, right up. Let me that. tell you real quick, Gunny, let me tell you what's included where Fallout first. Private worlds. You can play in a private world exclusively for you and up to <sighs> seven friends. Aww. How about the scrap box? Unlimited storage for crafting components in your own new scrap box container. Or how about a survival tent, Gunny? Have you ever wanted a tent? This is a new placeable fast travel point with a stash, sleeping bag, and much more for your basic need. And how about some atoms on top of that? Gunny receives 1,650 atoms per month to use in the atomic shop. And you get a, a nice, wonderful new look with the Ranger and Armor outfit. This is an iconic Fallout outfit. Blah, blah, blah. Exclusive for members only. And icons and an emote pack. You get unique icons and emotes. Huh? Gonna, you know, um, I mean, this is awesome. If they're paying me $12 a month to play this game, to fall out the map 76 times, I'm in. Count me in. Man. Where do I sign okay. up? It's available for a one-month membership, or you can purchase a yearly membership for a 36% discount over the monthly rate. I think it's $99 for the year. I think it was $12 per month. I think what I seen in an article. If you cancel your membership when it expires, you will still be able to access any items that you received as well as the resources stored in your scrap box. Cancellation will be effective then at the current end of your membership term. Let's go become Fallout 76 members here, guys. Who? How? I mean, and you still have to pay for the game. <laughs> Oh, it's twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine for a one month membership. Ninety nine ninety nine for a twelve month membership. One month, twelve ninety nine. Ninety nine ninety nine for twelve months. So if you if you pay the full year, you're paying like eight thirty three per month. I mean, why would that's a lot though, still, even for an MMO? Who is doing this? Why? Why would you do this? I mean, Fallout 76 is... I mean, the only person, literally the only fucking person in the world that I hear that says, Fallout 76 is pretty good now, guys. That's exactly what he sounds like, too. It's Eric Smith. <laughs> it's Eric he Smith. He it's really great. He said it's awesome. He the best, you know, he's been best game. But I mean, guys, he did fall off a ladder once. And it could be some oh, brain true. damage so he talking. Could have a brain injury. It could be some brain damage talking here. We don't know. I mean, it could be some a little, you know, juggled brain talking here. Um. <laughs> I think he even mentioned like, "Hey guys, if you get really drunk, you'll probably accidentally buy this game." <laughs> Dude, I we got the game for free. Me and my brother when we I got, when I went and bought my brother an Xbox One X last Christmas and. uh we had the game for free. We bought the Fallout 76 bundle because it was 100 bucks cheaper than the normal bundle. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> so I remember we did that. I wanted to get and rid he of got, So he got a pretty cool, he got a cool white Xbox One X or whatever. He, like, that's the one my brother has. And um, he has Fallout 76. And I remember I grabbed the disc from him once. And I think I installed it, but I never even launched it. 
I started playing something else, and I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna play Fallout. That's sad. That's so sad. Like and you then, do a and, podcast, and, then I, and you couldn't even like make it to the install. <laughs> yeah. And no. then I uninstalled I mean, it, and I think he took it back, and he just has it sitting there, like literally collecting dust. I don't think he's ever even installed it on his console. I think that disc is like brand new. Like, like if we wanted to trade it in, I think GameStop offered like fifty cents on it or something like that. It was like a yeah, really, probably, it was a really low number. It, it was like fucking like fifty cents or something that they were offering <laughs> to turn it in. We're like, no, we'll just keep it, dude. <laughs> uh, anyways, speaking of Fallout seventy six and Fallout first, um, yeah, one fan went ahead and bought the domain for. Uh, That's funny. That's funny. Can I read this? Fallout game? first. This, yeah, go ahead. This cracked me up right here. I was I was looking at this. I think I saw it on Twitter. I was like. This is some shit right here. It says Bethesda bully announced that their much maligned MMO spinoff Fallout 76 was getting an optional subscription service named Fallout First. To say that this went down poorly with the game's community is a massive understatement. One particularly salty player even snapped up FalloutFirst.com when they yeah. did was it wasn't pretty. <laughs> but look, but you know what they did with FalloutFirst.com? So it looks exactly almost like the website that Fallout 76 has on their website. But instead of, like, like they shows the dude holding the Fallout First membership card. But it says, first member fucked on the card. And it says, yeah. Fallout. And it says, fuck you. Like, he put, like, a little arrow, like a correction. It says, fuck you first. And then it says here... Every, ever since Fallout 76 launch, we have consistently done nothing to improve and evolve the experience based on your shitty feedback. That's why we're excited to launch Fallout Fuck You First, a premium <laughs> outstanding membership that offers something dumbass players have been asking for since before launch. Private worlds for you and the select Id- idiot <coughs> friends. So we decided to put it behind a paywall. In addition to this huge feature, in quotes, Fallout Fuck You First also includes a host of pointless items and cult bonuses, all of which you can find on my foreskin. And the best part, Fallout Fuck You First is available to screw you right now. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> oh, shit. And he like he like wrote a description for Fallout Fuck You First for like all the items. It's like for Private World. It says this shitty community has been begging for the ability to play alone in Private Worlds since before the launch of Fallout 76. And it says like what a Fallout game should be, and we begrudgingly announce that they are coming to the game with Fallout Fuck You First. If you're a Fallout Fuck You First slave. How, your, how you use your private world is completely up to you as long as we allow it. Invite up to seven friends of your <laughs> invite up to seven of your non-existent friends at a time, eight total per private world, to join you while we screw you over with our pay-to-win system. Or play completely solo. We know you liked it like that anyways. All gameplay remains the same from adventure, cuckold, cuckold mode, and all characters entering the Fallout Fuck You First private worlds must be... Ec- existing characters it says here only the dumbass who bought this membership who owns the private world is required to be a fallout fuck you first slave (laughs) head into your private world open your social menu once you're inside our buggy beta version of a game and start inviting your friends to kick off the ass pounding you can also create a squad of outside of your private world and then switch it to bring everyone along at once because everyone will do that should the idiot owner of the private world leave 
the world will stay active as long as another dumb fuck player in the world is, is a Fallout fuck you first slave. <laughs> oh <laughs> and it says God. here, uh, you know how I, said, I told you guys they give you 1,650 items? Well, this is what they wrote. They put 1,650 microtransaction points to pad my bottom line. With the Fallout yeah. first fuck with the Fallout fuck you first membership, you'll receive a monthly bonus of 1,650 microtransaction points to use in Atomic Shop on anything you want. Waste all your money on useless Atomic Shop items with the worst value for money wasting bundle to date. Time to pay up. Finally, pick up that outfit or icon that you've been eyeing, or else you will be. You, we will bill you for it. You deserve it for enduring this game for so long. As a Fallout <laughs> fuck you first slave, you'll have access to exclusive discounts. And then he put laugh out loud in quotations. <laughs> in the surprise mechanic shop. So not only are you getting a bonus microtransaction point every month, you'll get discounts on some stupid items to spend your money on. <laughs> yeah. These guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> but the thing is, they own this fucking domain, dude. <laughs> Yeah. How did Fallout not think of this? How did they not think of buying this domain up before they like announced this shit? What the fuck was no, they thinking? No, didn't they announce it, but they, they didn't register it. Yeah. So the fans saw it and quickly snacked it up. But why would you not register? Usually games, a lot of game companies, especially like Rockstar, if you like try to go like buy it, like go to like Google Domains or GoDaddy or any of those websites where you buy domains, and you start searching up domains, a lot of them are taken up. Like, Grand Theft Auto, like, 6, 20, 30, 40, 50, they're all taken up. Like, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, name something random, and it's pretty much taken up. Like, or, like, Red Dead Redemption 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, they're all fucking taken up, dude. Like, all that shit's taken up by these companies, because they know they're probably going to be making sequels to their games, or DLCs, or whatever. Why did Fallout, knowing okay. they're going to make this, let me, why didn't they Let do me this? tell you why. Because over at Bethesda... They probably just put this thing together with duct tape and, and glue <laughs> and went, you know, I'll bet you this is what it yeah. is. The, you know yeah. how these people have business managers? I found a way to make us a lot of extra money on the cheap. Yeah. We're going to call it Fallout first. That's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Throw some duct tape oh, on it. Come on. Man. That is Grease the wheels. Here we go. Shit. Yeah. That's what it is. But no, I guess it said for a few hours, but then I guess the lawyers got in there and... What are you talking about? It's up right now. I just was reading... Oh, is it still up there? I was reading off the website. (laughs) I went to falloutverse.com. It's up right now. What are you talking about? It's still up. All right, I'm just reading off the PC Gamer one where it said it. It has since been taken down. No, I'm assuming... devoured by a pack of hungry lawyers. No, they got put back up. They got taken down. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should hold it hostage. Just, yeah, fuck you. Pay me a million dollars. Put me in a Fallout game as the main character, and I'll let you guys take this domain. Give back. me a free yearly <laughs> subscription to this. Not, not even. Not even Fallout a free year. A free year is a hundred bucks. Not even that. Fuck you. I want a million dollars, <laughs> motherfuckers. They got the money. <sighs> got all the money because now they're charging people. Anyways, moving on now. Sony is now granting refunds to PlayStation 4 buyers after a catastrophic release of WWE 2K20. That's right. On October 22nd, WWE 2K20 release. This is one of the the worst launches of the game ever. The game is full of bugs, causing annoying things to happen when they shouldn't, which seemed like a problem with programming or an error in how the ending conditions were set up. Characters are glitching all over the place by either floating in the air 
falling down for no reason, getting flipped over from a small bump, and so much more. Essentially, the physics of the games are broken, and uh, visual bugs have been occurring as well as textures, you know, been fucking pretty bad. Uh, there's a tweet from a buyer below. So he went and uh, got a refund for it. Yeah, so. I haven't seen those, these uh, little yeah. short vids on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple on our Facebook group that somebody yeah. posted. <laughs> yeah, was it like somebody like hit a person with the ladder and like the person glitched through the ladder or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> they stood up and the ladder was like gone. Like, who the fuck? It was really like, it looks like a game from like, I would say like maybe early 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. in terms of like how the physics were working and shit. I don't know. It looked really bad in my opinion. Yeah, it's not finished. That, it, it needs a lot of work. It looks like a Def Jam game. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, way too much ragdoll. Mm, yeah, sucks. Um, but yeah, so uh, did we talk about The Last of Us being delayed last month or last week? I mean, it was delayed till like May now. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, it's not been sure it's been delayed till like May. I think it's May twentieth. So yeah, it was it was pushed back another couple months, and then Sony released a letter saying why they delayed it again, and they're saying like it wasn't Sony, I mean Naughty Dog, and they're like, look, pretty much like we want to build games the way we want to make them, and like if we have this due date, then we can't do what we want to do with the game. This will help us do what we want to do with the game. I like that. I wish they had almost take that approach more. Yes, it sucks that we have to wait, mm-hmm. but I'd rather release a full game and release a working game and a good game. And make me wait a little longer than to rush something out and then have it be broken or have major, you know, glitches or bugs, just like this WWE game, you know? Yeah. Or something like that, you know? Because then it just takes away from it. Then you're waiting for a patch and they're waiting for them to fix this and that. I would just rather them to make sure everything works right and then release it, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, no. I we got, we got, we got a few other games we can play until that stuff comes out. You can you can play some uh, Call of Duty and some Red Dead. Oh, dude, you can play then. Call of oh, Duty, yeah. Yeah. Red Dead. Don't you got work. Death Stranding to, to think of. Death Stranding. You have a uh, Watch Dogs Legion coming out in March. You know, so you no, got... I think that wasn't that uh, wasn't out the other one. Was it Watch Dogs that got delayed? No, Watch yeah, Watch Dogs Dog also got delayed. No, but Watch Dogs got delayed this year till next year, right? Right. Yeah, it got delayed till March, right? Yeah, so everything's moving up. It's 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 to be expected. So I mean, if you want to play something before, before The Last of Us comes out, then play Watch Dogs for oh, a yes. month, and then you yep. got Cyberpunk coming out the month right after Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. Cyberpunk will hold you over well into fucking. You know what I mean? Like all these huge games are coming out between now and then. I think we shouldn't be bashing them for delaying the game a little bit longer. It's only it was only delayed like a month or something extra. You know who else did that? Red Dead. Didn't they delay like a month or something like that? Yeah, and I think also like a lot of these companies, they're looking down at the at the, at the war map, right? And they're going, okay, all right. Who are we uh, releasing? This game's against? releasing in February, yeah. right? This one's releasing in March, you know? Yeah. So let's spread them out. Yeah. People need to get paid first, right? That's how sure. it works. Um, Moving on now to some more news real quick that I have here for you guys. Uh, Borderlands can be found on sale on a few sites for up to uh, 
like uh, 40% off. There's <laughs> mm. so a few places that haven't. I, just, this I is think I saw to, something on, on CD keys as well. Yeah, this is sending me to Amazon, but Amazon says it's 60 bucks. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's a weird article. And uh, one more piece, one, one more thing I wanted to kind of discuss here. When, when people keep discussing the next-gen consoles and stuff, right? Uh, do you guys think we'll see a new... I mean, we got the Nintendo Switch Lite this fall, this winter right here. We got it already. Do you think we'll see a new Nintendo Switch next year to compete with the new consoles and maybe a more powerful Switch? A Switch Pro or a Switch Elite or Switch Mega or Super Switch or something? I don't think so. I think Nintendo does their own thing and they don't really pay attention to what Sony and Microsoft really do. It, to me, it's their, their past has always been, we're going to do what we do and do it when we want to do it. And since they just come out with this new iteration of the Switch, I think they'll give it a little while. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I think, you know, when I when I think about especially even the Switch Lite is that, you know, they want to make it small enough where you can fit it in that big, giant back pocket and also... The fact that you can play it walking around your house and sitting in every chair in the room, being on the Wi-Fi, going to your friend's house, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's mobile, right? So that's that's their thing. Yeah. So I think they want to keep it light and small enough to where, you know, but also big enough where you can see the screen as well and just keep it fixed. Um, big news on the Switch on Black yeah. Friday. You get able to go to Walmart or Target. I think they're gonna have them for one forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I saw that leak. The switch lights, but there's probably gonna be like two per store. No, how they fucking do that shit? Oh yeah. Oh, yep. We only shipped one to this Walmart. Right. Oh, how did we? We didn't know we you guys out. wanted more than one. What the fuck? We didn't know that. We're sorry. We yeah. Sold out an hour ago. Well, you're not even open yet. Yeah, but we sold out. Yeah, already. it's sold out, guys. Sorry, one of Our, the employees bought it from the back. Four of the employees bought. <laughs> The Mayo bot is switching the back, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The Mayo unloaded it from the truck and he bought it right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, one more piece of news that I have here. Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare developer Infinity Ward is now giving people updates on the Xbox One X crashes. So we've been hearing about these. Last night, Snyder kept telling me that they were he was having crashes every other match. Like, he would play a match... And sometimes in the middle of the match, the game would just crash his console. It would literally freeze the whole game, and he had to relaunch the game every fucking time. And he said it didn't start happening until yesterday when they did the Ground War update. So they they added Ground War into the playlist. And um, so, yeah. So a developer has come out and said uh, they have now identified the issue that's affecting some players on the Xbox One X. Players are affected or experiencing crashes. They are working with Microsoft to address the issue. And says, we generally can't thank you all enough for providing us with your ongoing feedback to this launch. Every bit of information helps. Stand by for more updates on this issue soon. And thank you for your patience while, you know, and help while we work towards a solution. Uh, so, they say they have no time frame, but they are working on it. Some people are now saying that if you install the game on an external hard drive, it may help reduce the crashes. Gunny. See, Gunny, another reason to buy this. On PC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Another Plays reason. Play better on PC. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know about that. It's PC is still the same shit too. Where like lobbies, like we'll be in a friend. Oh room. my gosh, yes, my oh, lobby. God. How many times have had to restart? Guys, we gotta restart the game. The lobby doesn't work. We're not in the same lobby no more. We got these random people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like the yeah. host, the host will continue on to a new match, and everybody else is like, "We're waiting on you, dude, to launch the new game." You're like, "I'm already in a game. What are you talking about?" Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that's fuck. That's, oh, that's always fun. Yeah. It's, oh, you, yeah. You hear a click. Mm -hmm. he's, at least it don't take long to restart, though. Like yeah. when you ex when you close the game out, you can actually restart it pretty fast. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> Spend quite a bit of patches though on the game, and uh, the problem on on the campaign though, Mayo for the PC. One thing that I did not mention that I had an issue with that a lot of PC players have had issues with is during cutscenes, which is really shitty because it's during a cutscene and when this shouldn't be happening. But during cutscenes, frame rates are dipping down to 5, 10 frames per second. I've had a little and bit of stutter on mine, actually, when I first launched yeah. it. And then they either uh, don't... They either, either go back up to 60, but then the, the audio is out of sync with the with the lips. So the person will be moving mm. their lips, and then they'll be talking like two, three seconds later, they start talking. And you can tell that the audio is off of sync. So I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm not the only one on PC that's had that issue, because that's been on Reddit. And a lot of people with all kinds of graphics cards are complaining about it. They're like, what the fuck's up with the frame rate dipping on my fucking campaign? Like, on the uh, cutscene, yeah. Yeah, I'm watching the cutscene, and all of a sudden it's like fucking... Like, I thought my game was crashing when I first did it. At first, I thought it was the ray tracing that was doing it, because I turned on ray tracing. And it was like, nah, I wouldn't be doing that. And all of a sudden it's like, five frames! I'm like, oh shit, turn this off! <laughs> uh, but we'll see. The ray tracing does affect my fucking graphics. Like, oh, dude, like fucking FPS goes down shitload to like thirty something. Anyway, yeah, they'll they'll get those bugs worked out easily. Yeah, I mean, we got, <clears throat> you know, this hasn't been a real Call of Duty as again hasn't been real popular on the PC. So this is kind of a big PC launch for them, and they yeah. they may have some hiccups and some you know little things here and there. This is probably they, their biggest Call of Duty, right, on, on PC. I would I would have to say so yeah because like all of my friends I know yeah. are playing it and getting it and on top of that you know like guys in the HTTP community it's kind of nice like seeing all these guys like Brink and and yourself and Nipron and you know Native and all of us all getting into a game together yeah. you know and uh, who's it joined you today was it Chavez from yeah, the Chavez Discord joined, joined. Discord, yeah. so we have different guys joining us that we actually haven't had the opportunity to play with and we're getting an opportunity to play with them right away already so yeah, that's I, just I, yeah, awesome I didn't, I didn't recognize Chavez I was, who the fuck is this and he was like Chavez I'm like oh fuck <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry dude I didn't know what the fuck your voice sounded like <laughs> um, but yeah I've actually yeah I've been getting to play with lots of people with Nato's brothers Nato's like and it's interesting <laughs> because some of these people are on Xbox some of these people are on like consoles, like Snyder was on a console yesterday. We were playing with him. Uh, and it's cool because we're all together and we all just fucking play together. You know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. At least until I get my in-game voice chat working. I don't know. I yeah, can't figure it out. that's weird. It's, Today's, it's really, yesterday, gunny. it wasn't working for Brink. And today, I could hear him on both. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. On, on the bottom of my screen, it says literally it says like mute all. And I can mouse over, and it says, like, it looks like it has, like, an indicator to hit its F key to change it, and it doesn't change anything. I can click away over on top of it, and nothing happens. Like, it's, like, not a button I can click on. And I can't basically unmute it all. But if I go to my audio settings, it's all showing, like, 
full party chat, you know, mm. open mic, yeah. everything's there. And I can see like the little microphones, the little speakers above the people. And when they're talking, I just can't hear anything. I, I can't even. You can't hear any. them? That's weird. Because I could hear everyone. Usually when people are talking inside the lobbies, like, like even like if in a regular game lobby, like, like if somebody's talking and even though we're in discord i can still hear him and brink was asking me that today he's like how the fuck do i hear this guy if i'm on discord i'm like i'm like for some reason pc players we can hear the people in lobbies and on discord it's like the pd the pc doesn't give a fuck it's just pulling audio from whatever you know like it doesn't give a shit um but uh it's because our discord is a separate audio feed you know and the game is putting the audio feed in the game and then then, listening to the game yeah and then another thing that happened was uh I, it also does a thing where i used to do this in the past and call of duty on the xbox for me where when you kill somebody and they were talking shit that you killed them or they get pissed off like fuck this guy just fucking killed me again <laughs> i could hear people when they do that in the lobby when they're in the game chat and they they're like cussing because they're mad that i keep killing them <laughs> fucking jesus the motherfucker, they're fucking all mad at me. I can fucking hear him. It's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> it's funny mm-hmm. because it just gives me more hype to kill them more. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Gunny, you Send need him this a message. Fuck. Uninstall. Gunny, you need this game because I need you, Mayo, and somebody else on PC who has this shit to run co-op missions with me. I want to do those spec op missions. And every, and every time I, I invite a console person to do Spec it... Spec Out Missions, that's what they're called. Every time I invite a fucking Xbox player, they're like, I don't I don't have the Spec Ops installed. Yeah, like, I hit on this earlier. You were like, right after you stepped out. Like, Nipron actually, when you left today, Jesus, I was with Nipron for a little bit longer. And he was like, hey, Mayo, let's let's go run one of these co-op missions. And I'm like, all right, you, you're good to go, you know. And so he was the leader of the party, and then he's like... Yeah, I have to download it. It's not downloaded yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't like, get that. Still? And like, oh, they, like him, all the PS4 players and the Xbox players have to download like this extra pack thing that gives you, know you the why? problems. You know why I think that is? I mean, the more we talk about this, it seems like it was going to be an optional thing. And Doesn't they were going to lock it out? Yeah, they were going to originally, it seems. I'm, I'm reaching like, here. I think that's what it was. But why does the PC players, we don't have to download anything extra, we just launch it and it works. That's odd, yeah. That is odd. There's only the console players that have to download this extra pack. And it's weird because who somebody posted a screenshot of their download queue for Modern Warfare. And it said like Modern Warfare base game. And then it said multiplayer pack one. And it said Spec Ops pack one, campaign pack one. Like it had everything split up into packs for the download. It was really weird. Yeah, I think I've seen that on somewhere too. Uh, actually, yeah. must have been like the Facebook group or something. But I seen something why, like that where why? mine literally just yeah. downloaded it. Mine just downloaded launched. everything, yeah, at once. So I was wondering why did the console players have everything split up in different packs? Maybe get them in the game sooner. I don't know. You I mean, know, like how they did that whole thing for a while. They're oh, like, right, Xbox. You yeah, install, started you that. install this much of the game, and you can start playing the campaign while yeah, yeah. you know the multiplayer installs. Yeah, I guess or, it's just it seems kind of shitty because I really want to run these call missions, and half the time I get four people, two of them or one of them doesn't. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have it. I don't have it. I'm like fuck. I get so hyped to run it. I'm like. Yeah. Fuck yeah, um, let's go. And then like, no, I don't have that. it. With triple A yeah. companies like like you said, like you said, Call of Duty, uh, Ubisoft, they started doing that as an option in games, which is kind of cool for people with slower internet. 
So they started yeah. doing that a couple years ago. But still, like the default is don't don't download this pack. What the fuck is up with that? I don't get it. Anyways, move on now, guys. Let's head on over to community questions. Wait, no, Wait, Jesus, what? we've what? got we've got the console corner people. Oh God, no! Oh, got, my got, fucking. No, actually, you know what? Gone for two I'm hours and Gunny has to go over this shit. God damn, fuck. Actually, we don't. I'm sorry. No, I stand corrected here. We don't have anything new in the console corner mm. because this is already towards the second part of the month. So you're already playing those old ass backwards compatible games. We're moving on to the Evil Epic Store that Ooh. has two games that you can go and get for free to add to your library. And those two games are, how would you say this mail? Cube? Q-U-B-E? Cube 2? Yeah, that'd be my guess. So this is like a, like a portal game, it looks like. <clears throat> um, which it's I It's a good think, place to be giving it away on then. Yeah, <laughs> get these indie games on there. The other one is another good game, Layers of Fear, the Masterpiece Edition. Go claim those games for free, folks. No one wants to play that right now, Gunny. We're all playing Call of Duty, damn it. No, go play Cube, man. You Call of Duty or too. Outer Worlds. If your name, this weekend, if your name is not Call of Duty, motherfucking Modern Warfare, or motherfucking Outer Worlds, <laughs> no one is playing you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor old Apex, double XP weekend. Yeah, Apex uh, ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is the Apex player game. account? What the fuck is Apex... Legends player account. Can you even pull that up? I don't think it's you not can. a Steam game. I usually pull the Steam notes up, but uh, charts. Oh right, it's not on there. And Statista.com. I'm sure they've they've dipped quite a bit. No, it doesn't show anything. This is showing back in March. Yeah, I don't see anywhere where it says active player account. I bet you they have, like, barely any players compared to what they usually had last week or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because, fuck, everyone's playing Call of Duty, I feel like, dude. <laughs> or Outer Worlds. Yeah. New games this week. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. I think uh, now we're on the community questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Let's start with the folks. If you got a question, go to Discord yeah. in our group and on Facebook in the HTP group. Definitely. Um, move on now to community questions. We got a question from John Jerome Gunny. All right. He asks, playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That's a great game. Yeah. With the reboot trilogy done and no news on what's next, what would you like to see them do with Tomb Raider? Uh, maybe the same gritty character, or maybe an open world. I want to see her. Um, I don't know. These games have always been better to me in a closed environment. Like they, they are now. I don't want a huge open world game. So I, I love Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I, I want them to stick to what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yes. Stick to what oh, you're absolutely. doing. Oh, absolutely. I say keep it the same way. Don't try to make it into like a Far Cry game or don't do, do none of that. Just stick with what you're doing. Keep the same character. That Laura Croft is the shit. She's hot. She fucks people up. What more do you need? Yes, she that, does. That's Laura Croft, motherfucker. That's the definition of Laura Croft. She's hot and she fucks people up. She may be rich too, but that's, that's a side note. That's a plus. 
what what did they call that? It wasn't quite open world, but open world ish. I think that man, that was perfect. I loved the way that was. Mm. Uh, and the game was super polished, and it looked beautiful. I loved finding all the little collectibles and climbing up to other hidden er- you know areas where you'd find hidden artifacts. Yeah. Uh, the story was a bit weird, but uh, the gameplay was, man, totally made up for it. I agree. Yeah. I think, you know what they should add? I think more, thinking back to playing like OG Tomb Raider back on the PC, kind of where I started, um, maybe some more, something more challenging and add more water areas where... You know, like it takes longer to get into these caves, um, like more of those areas. And then just add in some like big ass sharks that Laura can fucking axe the shit out of them or something. Harpoon them <laughs> or something. You send a water and your character drowns over and over and over. That <laughs> happens, man. That happens a lot. Yeah, we're getting that. that. So Uncharted that has that too. Yeah, you drown into water a whole bunch in Uncharted. They, oh uh, yeah. And then they would add, what are those, uh, what are those people eating fish, not barracudas, but they're just oh, those... Uh, piranhas? Piranhas, yeah, man. man. Piranhas are the They had those games. in this last Tomb Raider game. Yeah, oh, and they did? Yeah, they had them in this Tomb Raider. Remember you had to, like, yeah, you had to get avoid to a them. certain area? I fucking died, like, 20 times. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah, the I game is good, man. Game. Tomb Raider is the shit. That, that game is beautiful. It looks great. It, it It's just it's an incredible fucking game. It really is. Yeah, I would say, say on my side, I guess the thing I would like to see him add is more like environmental hazards in the way of like animals, um, traps. You know, there is traps, but like just more dangers, like of something just randomly Ooh, attacking like a you or to keep you. A leopard keep is coming after you now. Yeah, do you remember the first one? I early ones had leopards in it. Yeah, yes, it had like leopards or something in it. Yeah, you're right. The first one did. But, but something like that, you're like going through a cave, and all of a sudden something will a jump fucking, out at you. Oh, and wolf! Put a, a wolf. Spence or surprise element yeah. element to it. You know, I think that would be kind of neat with today's. They added more wildlife, like bears and fucking mm-hmm. snakes and just random shit that can kill you, like poisonous bugs that you can't see because your resolution's too low. Yes, that would be awesome, man. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's go on to some more questions. Gunny, Brian Tobe Jr. ask, What is your biggest mistake? Ouch. Oh, wow. Hmm. I don't know. I, I've made too many mistakes to know which one's my biggest. I Maybe I haven't even made my biggest, biggest mistake yet. I don't know. Um, I like to, his three, though. Uh, getting tell. married, buying a truck. And a cranky bitchy cat. Why <laughs> 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 to get that cat? That's funny. His three. <laughs> uh, I would say getting married was probably a big mistake on my end. Uh, I was young and stupid, but I mean, you know, you're young and stupid, you do dumb shit. Uh, but there's that. Um, there's been other mistakes though that have probably been worse than that for sure. Like, I think have been life changing for me. That I won't go into detail. <laughs> At this moment on this podcast. So, yeah. I know. I'm over here thinking because I've been married like 17, 18 years. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. But, I mean, any mistake that... I don't know, man. I mean, it's not a mistake. What's a mistake and and what's a lesson? A lot of things are lessons. And you think are mistakes. They end up becoming lessons. And you're like, oh, fuck. I 
I really learned from that. You know what I mean? No, uh, no, true. Because um, I thought about, and this is something that I bring up with people a lot. You know, when it when it does come up, where I've been at my current job delivering wine and spirits to customers that I really like. I like the job, but the last one working at that Brinks job, where the last two out of the seven years were just the worst ever in my life. And yeah. I think, wow, was that a mistake or was that just more of a lesson? You know, that's where I was kind of debating on. That's that's the way I look at my my marriage that I was in. You know, you think about it, and it, after a while, you get to the point where you're unhappy with something, and you think to yourself, uh, <laughs> well, what, what are you getting out of this? You know what I mean? What, yeah. How much do you value your happiness? I always think about it the same way, too, after I got divorced. I was working two jobs. I was still doing this podcast. This is when I was, you know, you guys know I was working two jobs. I, I barely had any time to game. And I was literally working like six in the morning to like one in the morning. And I would go to sleep for two hours, three hours. Kind of like Mayo here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wake, right. up, yeah. wake up. Wake up. You get like an hour and a half more sleep than I am. <laughs> yeah, <Right>? yeah. <laughs> so I was doing all that. But like. I never had time to do things that I like to do because I was always working. You know what I mean, Mayo? Like, like you're, I mean, you're staying up late, but you're doing a podcast which you enjoy to do. You know what I mean? Sure. It's different when you're doing something that you like to do than doing something that you kind of just you're doing like work. <laughs> and I was working all these like these two jobs, and, and and yeah, I was getting more money, and I had a lot more extra money to spend on dumb shit. But it, it came. To a point where I, I thought about it, and I'm like, "Where, where do I? Oh, damn, my brother's yelling. <laughs> where, where do I like? Where do I stand on my own happiness here? Like, do I want to work these two jobs? Do I need to work these two jobs? And how much do how much do I really like this extra money to have this extra money here? You know, compared to like, how much better will my life quality of life be if I'm just a little bit more happier because I have more time to sleep or more time to Spend with my kid, or more time to play video games, or more time to just be at home hanging out. You know what I mean? Like that—it's that, a big difference, dude. Because now I'm like, fuck that, never right. want to do that again. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> so, man, especially when I think back to when I was working two jobs. Um, yeah, yeah, I did that for like s- seven, eight months. It's rough when dude. I was it gets married. Tiring, man, man, when I was married, that was hard. Yeah. That was really rough. Because you get to the point where you're like, "Fuck, dude! Like, I have all this fucking money, but you never have time to go to the store. Yeah, you never have time to shop. You never have time to go spend it on a nice fucking weekend doing something. You know what I mean? You're you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my time? I I got all the money, but no fucking time. You know, or do I want yeah. maybe less money and way more time? And I take the fucking, I take the time over the money, man. You know what I mean? Because fuck that. My happiness is worth a whole lot more than what money's worth to me. Money comes and goes, man. And, and that's the one thing I always tell people. When, when people get in car accidents and they're super bummed out their car got wrecked or totaled or whatever, I'm like, look, man, be happy that you got to walk away from that and you're fucking alive. Because in reality, you could have lost your life there. You know what I mean? Like, Yes. Like, what's, yes. you know, think about the value of that. You would have lost your life. Everything would be over, dude. That would be it for you. Like you're done. It was somebody had posted a video. It was probably a friend here mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook, and maybe it was at the Horrible Gamers Group. Who knows? It was like it was a black guy who was mm-hmm. just super rich, and he was showing off all his cars. Oh shit! And uh, I don't know what somebody's banging outside. Um, what he was <laughs> famous for, but he had this like 
Ford F three fifty. It was one hundred twenty thousand. He had it. Some of it was some of the things were in gold and bronze, and and then he was showing off this Corvette that he paid yeah. just just mad money for, and was like, yeah, I got. Well, okay, so this car is new, but the <laughs> other car was totaled, and yeah, and like a total hip replacement, and a leg replacement, and a toe replacement, and oh, just fuck. man, there's a lot of stuff there that you know he had to. Yeah, you think about all that, man. There's there's people out there that are grateful they get to fucking eat a bowl of soup today, or you know, there's people in war zones, man. You think about think about like Syria. Those people have been in a fucking war zone for like the last two, three, four, five years now. In a war zone, that's where they fucking live. Yeah, <laughs> they hear explosions and IEDs and airstrikes constantly going off near them. It's just a way of life. Like, oh, there goes a fucking tank going down the street again. Oh, no big deal. You know, that's their way of life. That's what they live in. And we get to wake up in a country where we don't have to deal with that ever. We hear a jet outside. It makes you look up because you're like, what the fuck is so loud right here? What is this jet? Goddamn jet you're flying around making noise. I can't do my podcast. You know what I mean? And these well, fucking I'm- countries, there's jets dropping bombs like a block away. You're like, holy shit. You know, you got to think, you got to be careful for all that shit, man. We, we, yeah. I'm very fortunate, I'm a, I feel like. Yeah, and this goes into the part of the reason I haven't bought Call of Duty yet, but just 60 miles north of me, there is kind of like a war going on right now because there are uh, Boeing 747s, DC-10s out yeah. there just trying to put out this fire. And I wasn't even sure if I was going to have power today, but I'm actually pretty grateful that I am in an area where... They didn't turn my power You're off, lucky, so honey. yeah. I was messaging you guys like, uh, I don't know if I'll have yeah, power, I've seen electricity, a big or ass not. fire going on out there that they turned off the power a few weeks ago to prevent, but I guess it still started somehow. It so yeah, it's <laughs> actually been out. It's been out since for like an entire week now, uh, and then today. Uh, so that actually starts here in about two more hours, yeah. uh, where the what we're going to have these like very scary winds, and anyway, so. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so I'm I'm a little on edge, and we're we're kind of yeah. on alert at this point, but um, but relatively safe. So yeah. we're in a good area. Good stuff. No yeah, mistakes. Hey, There's no mistakes in life, man. They're all fucking lessons, dude. That's what they are. I think you know what, but I just wanted to say I mm. when I think about my biggest one, you know, and it always relates to work because that's more of a long term thing. Where going back many years ago, I always wanted to be. Hey, I want to be a truck driver, but I want to be a local truck driver uh, because I don't want to be this over the road, you know, being away from home weeks and weeks. Um, Eventually, I think I want to get married. So the one thing I kind of regret, it's more of a regret than a mistake than just not being a like in a Teamster or a union to have a retirement (gasps) long. What do you mean? Well, because, okay, so one of my coworkers, he's been he's been at my current job for, I think, uh, I think 18 years. And he was telling me, he says, oh, yeah, I'll be fully vested here in about four years, which means I'll be able to retire at the age of 54 if I choose to, which means basically he'll take home like relatively the same amount, which I'm like, man, I kind of regret not, you know, choosing this job or I feel like, oh, I should have. But how would I know the job even existed or, you know, so I feel like it's almost like a mistake in my opinion. But I but. Didn't really quite think about it. I just kind of stuck with that other crappy job. But anyway, I feel it's a mistake. What about you, Mal? I'm, I kind of agree with you guys. I mean, I always think back to uh, 
when I was younger, like in high school, there's we used to work in this little grocery store and we had to carry the groceries out for people. This is like a small town of like a thousand people. And this guy would always like talk to me coming out to the car. And he'd always be like, and let that be a lesson to you. He would tell me some little short story and all this stuff, you know. <laughs> and, and I've always remembered that, like, you know, anything that ever happens or something like that, I'm always like, let that be a lesson to me, you know, because something could have went way different or I could be a lot more thankful for things I have that I don't realize I have, you know, you have so many things in life that you don't realize how good you have it. We take it for granted, you know, living over here in the States and stuff too with, you know, we have running water and we have power and, you know, we have these computers and Xboxes and 4k TVs and all that stuff, you know, and just, we really take it for granted because we naturally always want something more, you know, and I, I just learned to, try to not that one that something more because i can be content with what i have yeah you know mayo think it back to remember how funny it was when i when i had that heat strip heat stroke over in the fiji islands mm-hmm. and well it wasn't funny honey but <laughs> well yeah. no i mean we okay. made a big, I, <laughs> it was scarier than shit when i had yeah. it and when it did happen and but it's i think you know I definitely got it more like when I came back and after it was all said and done where I feel like, wow, like I feel a little more humble now to know that, yeah. you know, I didn't die and I made it. Right. Yeah, it um, and then to also know that like, like Mayo was saying, where my health coverage over here reimbursed me the full amount. And I thought, wow, I am so blessed, yeah. you know, to have that, that my family didn't have to burden that cost or yeah. anything like that, you know, just to know how good I got it. Well, one thing that I take for granted every day, literally every fucking day, every second of my life, is breathing. Like right now, I couldn't breathe perfectly fine. Yeah. And out of nowhere, like last year, dude, I ended up in the hospital for two days, man, before, like, on, like during the week. So so it was like it didn't affect the podcast. I was able to be on the podcast. But for, like, literally for, like, about a week and a half, I couldn't breathe right. I I, I was having trouble breathing. Like, my chest mm. was really tight. And, and a lot of people just tell me, well, just just breathe. It's not hard. Open your right. mouth. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, when you have asthma, your chest literally closes up by itself. It starts like, it's like somebody's wrapping a fucking belt around your lungs or something. You know, that's what it feels like. And and you can't breathe. And then when you try to explain to people that you can't breathe, they're like, well, you look fine to me. Like, you're acting normal. And it's like, yes, I'm acting normal because I'm not trying to exhaust myself. I'm not trying to panic because if I panic, it raises my heart rate and it makes me breathe faster and it makes mm. it harder to breathe. So I'm trying to stay calm and telling you I can't breathe calmly. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to stay calm so you don't fucking breathe too hard so you don't kill yourself during an asthma attack. But when people, you tell somebody calmly I can't breathe, they don't take you seriously. You know what I mean? Because you're not dying. You're not dead on the floor. You can breathe. <laughs> so it's really like a, a bitch. But like honestly, like I, I fucking hate asthma, dude. Because it let, you take breathing for granted. Everyone breathes. We all breathe right just fine. And always, you know, you're talking, you're breathing. But... When you have an asthma attack, you realize real quick how valuable fucking air is. Like, holy shit. I wish I could breathe right now. Just, God, you like, I, you, I, dude, I, I fucking, I say all kinds of prayers to all the gods. I'm like, look, God, if you let me breathe right now, I'll negotiate with you right now. I'll never, ever smoke. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. You know, you're just like wishing like it could just stop. Like, because it's so scary, dude. You literally feel like you just might die. I, I felt that way in a few times where I've had asthma attacks where where I felt like I was 
on the brink of collapsing, dude. Like like last year when I ended up in the hospital for two days, my brother, I told him to drive me to the hospital and he drove me to the hospital. And I told him I can't walk. I can't take more than two steps or three steps before completely running out of breath. I, like I literally took three steps and I was like exhausted like I ran a mile. And I'm like, dude, like leave me at the front door and I'll wait for you to get here and then you can push me in in the wheelchair. And and sure enough, dude, there was a wheelchair right there in the front door. Like somebody left it there. And as soon as he like let me out of the car, I got in that wheelchair and I was like, like knowing the fact that I was at the hospital and that they could help me, like my I got like excited or something. Like my heart rate started racing and like I got anxiety and shit. And I felt like I really couldn't breathe. Uh, <laughs> so by the time oh, I got by the time I got inside, I couldn't even talk to the nurse because she was asking me like, "How old are you?" And I was like. So twenty-seven. She was like, "Okay, whatever. Just show me your ID, give me your 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 insurance card, and we'll push you inside." And sure enough, like they just took me in, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're not going home tonight." I was like, "Oh fuck," but you know, like that's something you take for granted, dude. Breathing, yeah. simple that's shit. That's almost by design, though. It almost like you always see a wheelchair at the entrance of a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like by the- Room. You, you said that you know and then i realized it popped on my mind like every time i've gone to the er there's a wheelchair sitting there <laughs> for good thing my kids or myself or anything like that you know i just happen to think back i'm like that's kind of convenient that there's it's a wheelchair super fucking there, so. convenient man because i couldn't fucking walk for shit my brother would have had the to, like, main quest me. not the side quest <laughs> 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 but yeah like take don't take things for granted people like honestly we we i take a lot for granted i'm like you man like where i'm just like fuck and it's just a lot of things like things like that remind me of shit, shit like fuck I shouldn't take breathing for granted because at any moment I can have an asthma attack and die or there's that meme on Facebook that you always see where it's like the guy who's walking sees the guy on a bike and he's like I wish I had a bike and the guy who's on a bike looks at the guy in the car it's like I wish I had a car and the guy in mm-hmm. the car looks at a guy in a newer car and he's like I wish I had a new car you know it's like everyone always wishes they had something more you know and you don't realize what the fuck you have until you're like fuck yeah, but it's yeah. the truth. Yeah, I mean, to actually like, answer it completely, though, back what biggest mistake, Um, I guess like lesson-wise uh, for me, young, out of high school, never saving much, you know, and preparing for my future. My wife and I got married really young, like right out of high school, so we've been married for 20, going on 23 years now. So Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Congratulations, so, man. But, you know, we didn't, we didn't have the opportunity to really prepare and put money back and save. And we, we worked on that with our kids. You know, it's like important to get a really good start because it took us a while to get started and going. So, you know, we make sure our kids save and they argue with us all the time. They're like, dad, it's my money. Why do I have to put so much in the bank? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> you're going to appreciate it one day. And you know, I'm young and I'll live forever. Yeah, okay. My oldest son moved out. He was, he was the first one to do that, you know, because when he started working at the age of 15, I'm like, look, you're going to put like $75 a week in the bank. You know, you're making like $200 a week. You have no bills. You, you're not just going to blow $200 <laughs> a week on stuff. Yeah. You know, so so save 75 bucks a week and continue to put it back. And he continued to do that up until the day he moved out. And then when he moved out, he had a good chunk of money to take with him to get started, you know, in his future and be comfortable. So... That was probably my biggest thing I would say if I could go back and fix is to way my wife and I had started out, you know, controlled that a lot better. Hmm. Yeah. 
Or you could just yeah. win the lottery, Mayo. You could just win the fucking you lottery. Could, you could have just Woo! spent all that money the lotto, made your kids, <laughs> go buy lottery tickets. Buy lottery tickets. <laughs> Tell them to buy $75 a week, and maybe we'll get there. Hey, you never know. You may get that win, man, and then you, know, you, you got to buy no more lottery tickets. You're good. Mm. You're sad. <laughs> all right. Moving on. I have, z- I have zero luck. I didn't owe in money. I'd have to give it all <laughs> you back. Owe- <laughs> you owe us $20 million, sir. <laughs> You're fucked. Right. <laughs> you owe this much in taxes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, next question, Gunny. Another one from Brian. Uh, he said his wife is mad at us. Why? You know why? Because of that question last week. He says, you never did hit my DMs for questions. So, his wife says, she's not listening to the show no more or wearing your so comfy merch out in public you must know if we even care wow i mean brian Topes jr's wife i didn't know she listened to the podcast i didn't know she listened either thank maybe you she for li- listening maybe she's listening right now in the car as brian yeah. hi uh, slap brian yeah. for us shout out to brian's wife Mrs. just go ahead and slap him for us i mean he should have reminded us to do that all right, what, what? Listen, right? Can you flick Brian in the head right now? Do it. <laughs> Is he driving? I don't care. Flick him in the side of the head. Care. Thank you. <laughs> he's he driving the new already... truck. Slap him in the face. <laughs> no, already had that, the, the comments from the last, the last question about regrets. <laughs> she's probably already beating. Yeah, him. she's probably already beating the shit out of him. He's probably dead already, guys. <laughs> um. But yeah, what the fuck is she talking about? Hitting his DMs? I don't. What, what, what happened? No, because I said I said we were gonna, I said we were gonna message him. So oh, wow. it's on well, me. why'd you say that, Gunny? Damn it, I was oh, is reflecting bad on me and Mayo right now, Gunny. We <laughs> 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 oh, apologize, Brian's wife. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> but keep wearing the merch. We we love it. Just keep wearing. Yeah, take that. the blanket out. Wear it out in public to the game everywhere. everywhere. To the grocery store. Everywhere. Get a shower curtain too. Yeah, shower. I don't care where you put that thing. <laughs> as long as it's outside. <laughs> just hanging in the front porch. <laughs> shower curtain hanging in the front porch. Like, the fuck are you guys hanging out? We should make an <laughs> HGP flag, dude, so people can fly our flag. Hey, yes. I never would have thought about a flag. We should make a fucking flag. All right, Mayo. We need to get on this. We need to get and make a designer flag. Can we flag. get that over to Redbubble? Yes, we can. Mayo, you got we a got daughter that's very artistic. Get her to design a flag for us. Oh, somebody find somebody to make his flags. Or, there it is. All right, got some new merch coming your way, guys. Our next one from Brian. Flags. He wants to know. <laughs> he wants to know: Is it wrong for a Wish to show something in your Facebook feed for a cheap price? Then when you click it, the price jumps up to two thousand percent. Is it wish um, that wish.com? Isn't there that, that Yeah, it's that Chinese fucking place. <laughs> I've seen ads for them. It's a okay. website. I think they're run by Alibaba, which is uh, something in fucking China or some shit up there. I, I know it's a lot of Chinese shit that gets sent through Wish. You buy like something really cheap. Xbox One Control. That's what it says. Oh, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even say controller, it says Xbox One Control. Twenty dollar, you buy now. <laughs> you fucking get a little fucking a package with a bunch of Chinese letters on it. You're like, what the fuck is this shit? 
you so open it's a it lot up. of knockoff stuff. Yeah, yeah. you open, yeah, because you forget, because you know they ship it overseas, so it takes like a month to get here. So like you order a bunch of shit and you forget about it, and like a month later, a bunch of fucking packages show up in your house, and you're like, "What is this crudely fucking wrapped package? What the fuck is this shit?" And you open it up, and it's like some. You bought a portable speaker for one dollar off a of wish. It's like, oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch now, of garbage. Poorly wrapped packages. You guys will be getting yours later on this week. Oh, and nice! It required a little bit of tape and. Uh, we'll some, see. We'll uh, see. I'll give you guys a, a picture. Did you put of popcorn in it? Mayo's packaging skills. Yeah, my packaging skills are not too high, especially yours, Jesus, because I I had to find a box to put it in. I couldn't just ship it by itself. And so the box is a little bit bigger than the actual thing inside it. So it Damn. it's wedged in there, though. But Gunny's <laughs> just like a little brick. He's getting like a, a brick in the mail. I'm, I'm a UPS guy. I better not kick it. I'll be mad. Oh, dude. UPS is the worst. They, they lost a whole, like a whole box of material parts that we ship. Because I work in the machine shop, so we ship a lot of metal parts. And we shipped this box. I was a little heavy. I'm not going to lie. It was a little heavy, but it was in a tiny box. And it was a bunch of pieces in there, like 50 pieces of metal. And somehow the box broke in their, like one of their facilities. Oh, no. And, and they just sent a picture of the box in an email saying, uh, box fell off conveyor, box broke, box is not rated for the pound that you, the weight that you put in it. Because we put like 40 pounds in it and the box is rated for 25 pounds. Box uh, is not rated for, for 40 pounds. Uh, we lost the parts. We're not going to refund anything. Wow. <laughs> It's like fucking, it was like $300 worth of shit in one box. And they're like, yeah, we're like, like fuck you guys. We're not going to refund anything. We, we lost the parts. We don't know where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, you guys don't That's even know nice where the, <laughs> we, we even told them like, you guys don't know where the parts are. And they're like, nope, we don't know where they are. I'm they like, got swept under the conveyor belt. You guys Jerks. lost all our shit and you don't know where it's at. Nope. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? It's some bullshit ass UPS fucking logic right there. You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck, dude? They just yeah. and they could just do that because the box wasn't rated a certain weight or whatever. Such bullshit. Right. No, but my UPS guy, he I've known him for years and uh, he goes, he's a. Uh, tame driver the drivers are legit i feel like the drivers are actually pretty cool people and they kind of give a fuck about not destroying your box i feel like where they get destroyed is in their warehouses the people that unload the trucks and the people that like are putting them on the conveyors well they only have a certain amount of time well then they don't see the customer the driver sees the customer sometimes you know he's the one responsible for bringing that to your door you know you know the ups guy you know that motherfucker i see my ups guy come to my house every day we have a little bit of a relationship, yeah. you know. If he starts bringing me bad packages, like, hey, and, motherfucker, why is my box be... all beat up? <laughs> right. Well, they work that like warehouse. eleven to seven shift. Yeah. And... Well, yeah. The thing is, well, from what I learned from my UPS guy at my at my machine shop, the guy who drops off stuff and picks up stuff up from us every day, he tells me that when his truck his truck gets filled up at night or in the morning when he shows up, he says he shows up to work like at six or seven or whatever. All he has to do is get in his truck. Like clock in, get in his truck, and start driving, and he delivers and delivers. Mm-hmm. He like he does house deliveries, shop deliveries, buildings, businesses, whatever. Okay. He's delivering, and as he's getting these deliveries, he knows like he has scheduled stops, like the machine shop that I work in. He has a stop there that's scheduled at a certain time. He has to be there like at three thirty every day to pick stuff yes. up. So he shows up there, but he says, 
during like holiday seasons, like right now, next month or the month after, he's like, he's like, we don't get to go home till every box in this fucking truck that was loaded this morning is delivered. He's like, granted, he's like, when I go back to UPS and I park the truck at like seven o'clock at night, if I'm out that late, he's like, I don't unload shit. He's like, that's all the guys in the warehouse. They unload it for me. But he's like, during the whole time that I'm I'm in this truck and whatever I get in it in the morning, that's what I have to deliver before I can even go home. (laughs) So sometimes he's just like fucking having a shitty day because they like fucking pack like fucking tires and fucking 200 pound boxes in this fucking truck. And he's like. I gotta unload this shit by myself, dude. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, it's nuts, especially if you're like a local driver, <laughs> like you're you're close to the town, like yeah. you're in the town that where your Fucking UPS is. Suck, like you have to go back to the warehouse, then you have to offload it yourself. Yeah. Okay. Or or whatever, like you've picked up, like if you decided to do some pickups early, yeah. uh, and then you have to reload the truck. Fucking shitty, man. <laughs> Unless you're like further out, then you're not coming back twice. I, I couldn't imagine working like in a big city that's like super crowded with traffic. Imagine being a UPS driver there during the holidays. You're probably like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck um, me. This traffic is the worst. <laughs> that would suck. That's why we need drones. Like Amazon says, we need drones for deliveries. Bring in the bots. And lockers. Bring in Skynet. That's what I say. Skynet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, right. but Brian, I, I don't know, man. It's fucking wish, dude. They they show you a fucking Xbox controller. They're gonna ship you some Chinese knockoff controller. What do you expect, dude? Yeah, delete that stuff from. Yeah, especially if you hit the push. like button, I would get rid of it. <laughs> I would go unlike it. Wish is the worst for buying anything. Oh, you shouldn't even buy anything on Wish. What are you doing, Brian? Go buy some stuff at Redbubble instead. There you go. Go to Redbubble. Go to Etsy. Horrible and too, if you uh, a little insider thing, if you guys kind of register with Redbubble or whatever, creating a little account, they send you emails All the time. a lot, so you guys can get some. Yeah, twenty percent discount, thirty percent discount. You even like see like fifty percent yeah, discounts. 50% yeah, so discounts. so if you guys still want to get some HTTP gear or anything from Redbubble, just sign up and create that free account. You know, give it your junk email. Like I have multiple emails. I give it my junk email, but I get these offers that come to it and. You know, it gets the opportunity to pick up HGP gear for like forty percent off. So yeah. yeah, I should get my stuff by sometime next week. So they're pretty good about let me know. Gunny, I don't know why they didn't ship my. Gunny mode, ordered but. some stuff. I saw your order, Gunny. I saw it. Yeah, they they ship from different places, so it's probably made in a different place, and they'll ship it separate. Like I when I ordered shirts originally, they were from two different artists, and they ship from two different places actually. So, but they came like a day apart. They were both pretty close. Yeah. Then they also sent me a bill for manufacturing costs. <laughs> oh, an invoice. They're like, here's your invoice for manufacturing costs. I'm like, what? But I'm assuming they take all that into the cost consideration of how much you paid for it and what we get out of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. And Gunny, Gunny bought right. a mug, a sticker, and a sticker. Yeah, I bought, I bought a large one and a small one. I think yeah. the... Uh... I don't know if I'm going to put the large or the small one on the side of my PC case. Mm. Do you get the transparent? The other one, I, I might put it on or, my work truck. I know they have a transparent sticker. Did you get that one, or did you get the just a regular sticker? Just the regular one, the two different sizes. Nice. I might just get it transparent. I and appreciate then, uh, your purchase, Gunny. Throw those on some windows, you know. Total tax was one sixty-seven U.S. dollars. It's not bad for manufacturing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Good deal. <laughs> next next, <laughs> next question, question from <laughs> Gib8777. Mm. Uh, he wants to know, when when will the GFNG... Listen up, GFNG. When will they just give up? How many losses will it take before they bow down to the great HGP? I mean, I don't know. These guys, they're just like... All right, you... <laughs> You know the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We're like them. <laughs> and and, and GFNG <laughs> GFNG is like the Washington Generals that always play the Globetrotters <laughs> and always lose always no, no matter what. They're always going to lose. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty much what this is. Like, this is just like a show. Like, I, we... We just know Jeff and she's gonna lose. We're, we're not, we don't even pay them to lose. They just fucking lose. At least the generals get paid to lose. These guys just lose. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um. Whoa! Look at this one. Look at this post from 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 Pim, from Jonathan Hall. He says, "Do you guys have your pillows picked out for?" The- for all the crying you're going to have to do after the devastating loss to GFNG at, at <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, wow. Oh, we don't have any pill- pillows picked out. I don't know. Should we? Should we, John? Should I mean, we really? he should. He probably has already a dedicated HGP crying pillow. You should ask yourself that same question. <laughs> he probably ordered from Redbubble. <laughs> Jonathan has one order from Redbubble. <laughs> pillow. Hey, Jonathan, go order, go. Go order yeah. a cry pillow from Redbubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh i think alan mm-hmm. actually no you know what i because i talked to alan earlier mm-hmm. uh he he actually he's already got he already picked the shower curtain he said the tears will flow oh damn <laughs> damn <laughs> so he's gonna need a whole curtain it's funny who was it it was a while back me and jonathan hall were playing i forget what game we were playing but it was fucking hilarious because uh because the night before we were playing something, and he lost to me, and he kept yelling, like, no, no, no. He was, like, going off, like, yelling no, like, really fucking loud. And, and his wife, <laughs> she came in, and she's like, Jonathan, it's not okay for you to be screaming like a fucking madman in the middle of the night, screaming <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> we were all laughing at him. And then the next morning, he was doing the same thing, <laughs> like, at 8 in the morning. He's like, no! fucking screaming like he was screaming really loud i forget what the fuck we were playing something but he kept dying or something so he was screaming like no really loud and his wife again walked in and she's like jonathan stop screaming like a madman what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh shit my bad <laughs> well, i thought it was i thought it was funny on this week's uh, gfng also that he mentioned like as soon as he got into that round with brink he knew it was a mistake he was like i knew this was a mistake <laughs> you know? I just find it hilarious that his wife walked in and told him to shut the fuck up twice because he was being too fucking loud screaming no. (laughs) Oh, shit, fucking Jonathan. (laughs) You're funny, dude. I love you, man. Shout out to Jonathan Hall. Shout yeah, out to John and the whole crew, I guess. You know, I I, I enjoy their podcast. They've been a lady who talks some trash over there and... I don't know. I'm just sitting over here trying to be nice in my little corner over here. How about how about we become friends, guys? Peace. Yeah, can we do that? Look, we're like we offering you peace right now. We are the winners, and we're offering you peace. Do you take it? 
I mean, you always have to declare us. You have to refer to us as the winners, but <laughs> I mean, that's the terms of this agreement here. Where the guys can negotiate. You guys have no negotiation room. <laughs> it's kind of like we're the big brother, you know. And yeah. you got the little brother, and he just has to realize he's smaller. Just at some point, like it's just, it's just, it is what it is, man. It's the rule of life. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Okay. But we still love you guys like a little brother. Yeah. Yeah, I still love you guys. <laughs> Jonathan Hall has always been a good dude to us, and um, you know he's helped us out with our logos and stuff. And and now I mean, I guess he's okay. I mean, he's just okay. Everyone else on that yeah. podcast is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all cool, man. Anyways, anyways. Next question. They're all good dudes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see. We've got our, another one from another question in our Discord group from Pork Chop Boo. Pork Chop Boo. Uh, he asks. He says, "Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, or Battlefield 5? His wallet is feeling the pain here, guys. Oh. Battlefield Five Pacific. You know, I was just trying to look up the price to see what this was, and I remember this at E3. Uh. They just showed a little teeny bit of. The maps, these 1942 maps. Um, so he said he's super amped for the 1942 maps, but Modern Warfare is really good. This is really good. It's getting really good reviews, and a lot of reviews are like in progress. I've noticed. I think they really want to get the full feel for the multiplayer. Hmm. Or they're trying to wait for the loot boxes to come out. Like last time, they're probably just waiting. <laughs> last time we reviewed your game, they waited a month. And then release loot boxes. We're going to take our time reviewing this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll see the rest of our review in a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Porkchop Boo, he uh, he has a PC because he games on PC and he streams. Mm-hmm. So I recommend if you want to try out Battlefield Five, the Pacific one. I, I was, it's a free update. So I would suggest just getting EA access for $5 a month and play yes. it. Yes. Or get a trial or something for a month or something. You can find it. You can pay the five bucks a month and get battle. I'm pretty sure Battlefield Five is on EA Access, right? Yes. Or is it on premium only? No, it's on Access. I'm pretty sure it's it's probably. Didn't we just read an article that Battlefield Five went to? Into no, the vault? it was. Uh, yeah, it, I figured at this point, as old as the game is, not that it's super old, but it should be on Access by now. Yeah, so it says here that the new update is going to be free. Comes out next. Wait, it says here reveal and major update comes out October thirty first. Warn the Pacific players. Uh, players will find land, air, and sea maps, including Pacific Storm and modern takes on Iwo Jima. Coming uh, December. Oh, here we go. Yep. Okay, Let's so you, so you're going to get to play on Wake Island and Iwo Jima in December. But right now, there's other maps. Um, but I mean. Like I said, if you really want to play this, uh, I don't. I don't want to because Call of Duty is too good. Um, then I suggest doing that five dollar thing and then getting Call of Duty, man. Because Call of Duty, you're gonna. It's just gonna be the new thing, and it's people are gonna be playing that instead. No one's gonna be really. I mean, there's gonna be players on Battlefield, of course. There's always going to be players on Battlefield, but everyone's gonna like as far as your friends or or us. We're your friends too. Pork chop, just so you know. Yeah, but I mean, but definitely go with the trial. And I'm looking here. There's a. There is my gosh. There's the the weekend trials they're doing. These are free, October 10th through November 4th. 
For what? So basically the game's, uh, so for Battlefield 5. So there you go, just try it for free. Yeah, you can try it for free on the weekend, so that's probably... <laughs> you gotta pay shit. Friday night through, through Sunday night. Yeah, go get your fix of fucking Battlefield 5 Pacific Theater and then do that. Personally, I, I, I was kind of, I was really hyped for the Pacific Theater. I just completely forgot that it was coming out this year. I yeah, I, I, I but I do remember it from battle or from uh, E3. But that, they didn't I remember it. at E3 it was cool. Like I thought, like holy shit, they're doing the Pacific Theater. That's fucking awesome. It's cool because you know a lot of a lot of games don't do that. They only do like the Nazi shit or whatever. Um, but it's cool to see this, and it's like all of a sudden it's like Call of Duty, and it was like oh I forgot. I was completely out of my fucking mind. But we'll see. Yeah, so send me an invite, Pork Chapu. I've got it installed. Because yeah. um, I fucking because I did buy the game when it came play out on the free weekend. But I don't have the AX. <laughs> I do own it. Get Call of Duty, Pork Chapu. I mean, it's gonna be cool, man. I think that uh, Call of Duty would be the best buy at this point. Great game so far in my mind. Do that campaign, Mayo. You're gonna fucking love it, man. <sighs> yeah, I can. I can go ahead and stream it next to my play. Like I've only played a little bit. You know, my son. I woke up. Uh, was it this morning? Uh, no, yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, I woke up and and he was downstairs playing it already. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm like this far." And I'm like, "Oh, that looks really cool." Like the mission he was really doing, it looked really, cool. really good. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, that looks really fun," you know. And yeah. I think he's done. Like nine missions, maybe I would call him. Yeah. So he's he's good ways into it already, but I, I'm, I went back and played the first yeah. mission, you know, and checked it out, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm pretty far into it. I would say I'm eight missions or so into it. I know I'm past the embassy stuff that I was talking to you about the other day. That mission is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty far into the game. One there's thing a, I am kind of noticing in these, of new games. in these games. What's up? Uh, I, I'm really starting to notice like they're really pushing that RTX on us. Do you do you feel that? Because like oh, yeah. playing Gears Five, Gears Five, when you were fighting the robots and the lighting, you know you're in the tunnels and you're shining your flashlight around and the sparks off the robots when you're shooting them and the gunfire and reflections of gunfire. They were really pushing that on it. And now I play this Call of Duty and like the very first mission I play, you're in the dark and you're you're looking over this direction and there's like spotlights shining on you and it's practically like impossible to see and it looks like they're really trying to take advantage of that ray tracing. Like they're really uh, into that. Yeah, I was playing that on my OLED and it's running HDR. So like holy shit the lighting dude. And like I always like I've said in the previous games, like even in Gears, when you get in a dark fucking room, it's black. And these fucking missions, these nighttime missions where you're using the night vision goggles or or you get, like, stuck in a little, like, rat tunnel. You know, the t- fucking terrorists are hiding in this little tunnel and you have to go through this tunnel and, and you can't use your night vision. You got, like, all you can, you, all you see is the light that's in the tunnel. It's so fucking dark. I'm, like, scared of every corner. <laughs> I'm shooting everything that moves in this motherfucker. Everything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you're all getting bullets. <laughs> It's, it's just insane. The lighting is really fucking incredible in these games, dude. And and uh, I think we're going to see it just be pushed more and more with ray tracing. You're right. It's here, dude. Yeah. You know, why not use it? Yeah, I think, I think we're going to be really seeing it here down the road. I think, you know, I laughed when NVIDIA first announced ray tracing. I'm going, who cares about lighting? And no, reflection? lighting is important, dude. This I remember when they announced yeah, that, too. I watched that E3 conference. <clears throat> 
I think I heard somebody either saying or I read an article saying like, you know, we've really pushed the limits graphically. You know, we you know, this like this new Call of Duty looks really good. Yeah. So this is like a new thing they can improve. They can change the lighting and make things look dramatically different actually, just by changing the way light reflects off of things. You know, so the yeah, mail I almost I almost fell asleep halfway watching through that thing. Was that like three years ago? <laughs> or what? What that that NVIDIA conference where they showed off that kind of an early version of uh, Yeah, I would say probably three years ago because the cards came out two years ago now. Yep, that was it. It was probably before the cards came out, so. And I remember I remember thinking the same thing. This is so dumb. <laughs> but I'm going to watch it anyway. Just Call of Duty, man. So, Call of Duty, guys. Let's go play it. Yeah. Let's go play Call of Duty. There's a fucking mission when you're in a helicopter and you're like the you're like the gunner in, the, in a Viper helicopter and it's just like we're coming in, guns hot. He's just like fucking unload on these guys on the ground. He just all you see is the thermal fucking a bunch of enemies running around, and he's just fucking unloading on them. You're like, fuck, this is so incredible, dude. Just brrr, fucking, just fucking destroying tanks and jeeps and fucking personnel carriers and shit with missiles. Fuck yeah, Gunny. America, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Send in the Marines. This is a mission when you're running around as Marines in like some, some town looking for some terrorist guy or whatever. You're doing like a big, uh, like fucking invasion of a city or something with a bunch of Marines. <laughs> you see explosions and everyone's like, hoorah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was just talking shit. It was like, yeah, that would be the Marines, of course. They're <laughs> just fucking talking shit about everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. America, bitches, let's go. We're done. This is war. I'm done. We're fucking done. Mm. I think we're done. I think that's it for the questions. It's an early show. Yeah, very early. Me and Mayo Jesus. pushed it to the end. Jesus can give more Call of Duty time in. He's all oh, excited. Oh, I'm so excited right now. You guys don't even fucking know. Man. I'm like, I'm ready to all go. Right. You guys done? Are you done here? Are you find me? My Xbox is on. I'm going to buy it right now. I got to <sighs> get a... PC, honey. PC, Blizzard. No, Xbox, PC, baby. PC, Xbox One PC. Oh, you want your Xbox One X to crash like some kind of hobo with your fucking 60 frames hobo bullshit? I'm going to hook it up to my yeah, monitor. Bullshit. That's oh, that's even worse. It's even worse, Gunny. And play with a mouse and keyboard. I'm going to hook my mouse and keyboard up as soon as we're done with this show. What's the point of even buying it on the fucking console? What are you, what are you <laughs> doing? Everything but use the PC. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm using well, a keyboard. I'm using my monitor, but not a PC. He, he Fuck really the PC. I'm a noob shooter, guys. I need every advantage to beat GFNG. And I can't do that playing on this big 4K. Well, you can get it on the PC and play on your monitor. You're going to have to carry me, Jesus, throughout the... <laughs> there ain't no room for carrying no one around here, motherfucker. You get yourself. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to be limping the whole way. I'll need, I'll need some... Mayo! Put me over your shoulders, bro. I mean, if Jonathan plays Call of Duty line. as bad as he plays Destiny, then... You have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you have a chance, Gunny. Yeah. <laughs> you will probably beat him. <laughs> Let's be real here. So how are we doing this? Do they want to do? Are we going to be doing like two v twos in that mode? There is a two v two mode. We could do private matches, I think, or whatever they want to do. I really don't give a fuck. I'm down to play. I got my fucking. Uh, I got my 
My gears are greased up, man. I'm ready to fucking go. I did check out go. the two v two on a against bots today just to see what it was like, oh, and it gives you like random loadouts, yeah. which is really cool. Because like the first time I loaded in, it gave me a shotgun. I'm like, what's this crap? Then yeah. I figured out it was random weapons at the beginning. You could turn it on and off, but yeah. but everyone has the same loadout, so they have shotguns too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they had shotguns. Yeah, we had everyone shotguns, has so, like, pistols. Or everyone has yeah, rifles. So you, you can set it to like whatever loadout you want to use, mm. or you can set it to everybody gets random loadouts, so it keeps it really even. You know, so the computer says, okay, everybody's doing shotguns. I haven't had a round where like one time it gave me just a, a pistol with yeah. a silencer, yeah, and you pistol. had to like, like oh, yes. you had your yep. fist and a pistol and a silencer, and you had to you do the two v two that way. Yeah, that. that it's a lot of fun. I think we could do that. Um, whatever. GFNG, though, we offered you peace. Accept or deny. Do you want peace or war? You choose. Let your conscience make the best decision, GFNG. Your future is in your hands. Anyways. Jesus Walks says where you can find me on Steam, on Blizzard. I am Jesus. Hashtag 1210. Oh, no. Okay, so capital J and then lowercase E-S-U-S. Capital H G. P, and then that. This is this is one for you, old folks out there. The pound sign, one two one zero. But for all the kids out there, the pound sign means the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag one two one zero at the end of that. And Jesus HTP add me on the battle net, and you, as soon as you add me on there, I'll see it, and I'll be able to play with you, even if you're on whatever you're on, PC, PS4, Xbox. Let's fucking play. Fuck yeah! Yeah. All right, <laughs> guys, go over to go over to the old the old Blizzard. You can add me on there. My gamer tag on there is Gunny Chief. One word. Hashtag one eight three one. Again, that's Gunny Chief. Hashtag one eight three one. Join that Discord, guys. Uh, especially if you're on the PlayStation, you're on Xbox, you're on. P- go to our Discord, and that yes. way we can actually coordinate. It's a talk. lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier to coordinate, I mean, especially when we're doing this whole crossplay thing. With with the Xbox people, it isn't too bad. I mean, I can launch my console companion and get in an Xbox Live party and, and all that shit. And so it's not too bad with the Xbox people. An Xbox Live party kind of works because Xbox is kind of integrated to the PC now. But as PS4 people, you guys are fucked. Like, you want to talk to us, you got to you gotta be on Discord. Like, Dipron has been doing that. He that's like, what Nipron, yeah, that's he has working. Discord running yeah. and he has the game running at the same time, so he can talk to us and play, and it works. I mean, download Discord on your phone if you have to. You know, use a Bluetooth little thing and have like a little earpiece and wear headphones over it or something. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I know some people that actually do that. They actually have it like a little earpiece in one ear and their headset on I've the other that. ear, so they can yep, hear in game and, and still hear voice and stuff. Yeah. And actually, my my kids have actually used Bluetooth when they. They've actually uh, linked up playing some Fortnite together. They were on one was on Xbox. My boy is up here on the PC, and and one of my kids just laid it on the ottoman right in front of them, their phone mm-hmm. and just put it on speaker, and you could hear and talk just fine. And they were playing away. Or they some headphones really- like these ones here, these Turtle Beaches, they actually use Bluetooth to hook up. They're PS4 ones, so they use Bluetooth to hook up to the PS4. But I have the adapter plugged into my PC, so I can use these on my PC. And I guess in a situation where I was playing on PS4, I needed to use Discord. I would download Discord on my phone. These connect to my phone as well. And I would just be running Discord on my phone. 
through the Bluetooth on these and hearing the game as well on my PS4. Well, I was using my PS4 for it. So there's headphones out there that do the two things, or you can just do what Mayo said, just use speakerphone. It all works. As long as you'll be able to communicate with us, that's what matters. Yes. Where can we find you, Mayo? Oh, wait. All right, oh. so I'll, I'll throw out my uh, my Activision ID. Actually, just make it even easier for some mm. of them because not everybody will have Battle.net. So it's just Mayo hashtag six four four eight six four zero. So um, instead of trying to reach me on Battle.net, which you can also do, and I'll just read that up real quick. It's just Mayo hashtag one one four four eight. But uh, so you have Got both it. Activision and Blizzard on there. And you'll catch me playing as much Call of Duty as I can right now. At least until Red Dead comes out. Oh, dude, I, I feel so bad for Outer Worlds because that game looks so good. I want to try it. I know. That's, I, and, I was telling good you were gone. That's a game I wanted to play this uh, week, and I was looking forward to it. And I and just can't, dude. I can't pull myself away so from Call of Duty. Okay. Call of Duty is like a fucking... It's an addiction, guys. It's a crack addiction, and I'm sorry, but I'm doing crack again. Call of Duty is just my crack. Crack is whack, man. It's like cooking, dude. <laughs> like chocolate chip cookies in Fortnite. They sprinkled together, some dude. cocaine on this Call of Duty or something. That's what they did. Yeah. Shit's addicting. Throw some Doritos in God there. damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Got that Call of Dude, I got a bang energy in my fridge waiting for me right now. It's, it's ice cold. Ooh. Right. What flavor did you get? Blue Raz or Raz Blue, whatever the oh, fuck. Those are so delicious. So, I mean, so I, got, I got this. I'm gonna fill this up with water, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna be hydrating with water and bang. Yes, and, there uh, you go. That's what I say. Uh, I say like if you're gonna drink like an alcoholic beverage or a bang, throw throw water in there, throw man. Throw water like, in there. It's just a little bit yeah. of a little uh, you know goodness. Clean out your liver, you know, <laughs> your kidneys and shit. It makes no kidney stones. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Don't because people drink a lot of rock stars. You know, like yeah. if you don't drink enough water along with yeah, that, kidney stones, man. Yeah. I've, I've had friends who were like are painful. I had a friend of mine who was like 21 years old or 20 years old when he got a fucking kidney stone. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're fucking young, man. I'm like 23 at the time. He was like 20 or 19, and he got a fucking kidney stone. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. You ever drink water, man? Like, what the fuck? How do you get kidney stones already? You know, like he, like he was in pain, so dude. He was crying. Like, he's like, dude, this hurts so much to have to pee yeah. these stupid rocks out. I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't want to think about it. People- Right, and they and they vomit so hard, and then they can't talk for like three days. It's yeah, super painful. So, then, oh, you have to drink the, a lot of water to pee those rocks out, and and, and it's just you got to. Yeah, I've seen people at twenty seven get them. I'm like, what do you drink? He goes, nothing but rock stars and Red Bulls. And I'm like, okay, maybe drink a little water. Just a little bit of water, even <laughs> just you so know you I mean? don't get the stones. You know, <laughs> you don't have to, yeah. Uh, sounds so painful, for guys. Two days straight. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I sound like a doctor over here. But, uh, <laughs> hey, go find me also on Xbox. Mm. That's where I'll be playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But you could add. We'll be able to add play anywhere. You're playing Even tonight, if you're really? on PS4, guys. You playing all night? Are you playing tonight? Yeah, I'm buying it right now, man. I just, I see the uh, multiplayer pack and everything's kind of. Download everything. Just download everything. All of it. Co op everything. Just download oh, everything. Everything's getting downloaded, pack. guys. Add me, on there. add me on there. Gamer Tag Gunny Chief. Also on the Steam Gunny Chief. All those launchers, it's probably Gunny Chief. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Anyways, as Gidget says, peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Goodbye. Good night. 
I'm sorry I missed the first half of this, but I really needed to go do move all those fucking. God, that was such a fucking pain in the Washing ass to move Washing machine simulator. Pay, playing game. stupid. I was playing those fucking house flippers when I was playing right now. That's what it was, house flippers, yeah. <laughs> you were rearranging <laughs> re- re- I, I literally had to remove a door. I removed the door to get to these. Oh, my God. It was just a pain in the ass. Dude. You, water hoses were flying Yeah, everywhere. water hose uh, got disconnected. You know, replug it. Dryer vents got disconnected. I had to retape it up with that fucking vent tape bullshit thing. And, oh, just. Yeah, you're not supposed to spray water on the fuse box, dude. Turn, you know, that makes uh, all the power. Something, if out. something catches on fire in my house, I know I probably did something wrong. I was in a hurry. I'm playing the podcast. I'm suing everyone that listens to this podcast is going to get sued by me if my house burns down. Okay. Well, that's why you're now podcasting from your car. And you're <laughs> Everyone's getting sued on this podcast that you're listening to right now. You're getting sued if my house burns down. You were indirectly my, involved. Yeah, you, because of you, I incorrectly installed my washer and dryer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you must pay a new, for a new house. You need a new house, motherfucker. Bye, everyone! Later! Woo! Good night! Woo! Good Have a good day at work. Most of you listen to this at work. Have a good day at work. We love you. Play Call of Duty with us. Join Discord. All that good stuff. Bye. We're out. Bye.